Get fired up for another episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal. A constant barrage of eye-opening conspiracies and ad-libbed innuendo. With filthy mouths and bad attitudes. Featuring Chris. On the streets, he's known as a jackass. Also featuring Parker. Yes, there's no two ways about it. He's super white. And our special guest, Alex. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. Entire production supervised by Bigfoot. Now, let's join the boys for their latest episode. Ladies and gentlemen, our MVP, Parker Clare, at the last second, coming in under the banner with Varsity fucking Blues. <laughs> Holy shit. I, now, I gotta say, Alex and I have never seen it. Personal failings on our part, but Parker... Thank you. Uh, I want to say, like, genuinely, honestly, seriously, thank you so much for this fucking movie, dude. The 30 minutes of this I saw on TNT as a kid were not reflective of the entire experience. <laughs> I was not prepared for how many scenes there would be in a strip club with these minors. <laughs> Everything is going great in the land of DC and Warner Brothers, folks. <laughs> Love to just I got, shoot. I want to talk about Batgirl. I want to talk about this ninety million dollar movie that they dumped. I, I think ostensibly they dumped it for like tax reasons. That was like the article came out. It was like some sort. Of, they ran an Utsi, They ran an Utsuki Dooski for taxes, <laughs> right? And that's how it worked out. Okay, I understand. Oh, they could have just asked Kirsten Cinema. I don't know why they. Uh, yeah, why they went through all this. Right. You know? Yeah. It could have. Yeah. You know. Whatever. There's some money thing, and I'm not involved in the business. Fine. Whatever. Look, that, there's no way that movie was good, right? Yeah, I mean, there's at the end of the no day, fucking way. maybe it just that, fucking yeah, sucks. But that's why I'm mad. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't want restraint from my movie studios. You fucking kidding me? No, I trust me. I agree with you. I genuinely want to see it. It's the same thing where I, but it's like the Mad God thing, Parker. Where it's just like if, if someone like worked really hard on this. I want to see it. Like, it doesn't matter if it's good anymore. I don't fucking care. I want to see it now. Especially now that we're not allowed to have it. This is going to... Parker, especially you know this one, personally. This is going to be Roger Corman's Fantastic Four, right? Yeah, this like, one... Eventually, was, this is yeah. going to leak. Like, if this, this came leak, out normally. We're going to see it. This we're going to see this movie before we see The Flash. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. good news. Uh, they're feeling very optimistic about The Flash going forward, which oh. is good because well, well, no more they got him this time, right? Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. Like, like, yeah, now he's... He yeah. can't commit any more crimes this time, for yeah. sure, right? Well, when you say he, I mean, they. Anyway, oh, so, sorry. Yeah, sorry, my, yeah, I, I apologize. Yeah, Ezra, I please don't haunt me. But, uh, yeah, but anyway, yeah, I'm just like... We're gonna see that Batgirl, all right. We're gonna see it like, like Alex said, before the Flash comes out. We're gonna do an episode on it. It'll be a five-minute episode, and I'll be able to sleep that night. Uh, <laughs> Parker, <ain't> they... <laughs> like the Batgirl's the movie where like it would hit Max, and I'd be like, "All right, I need someone to tell me if this is funny enough to assign Chris." <laughs> and then the answer would be no, and then no one would ever see it. But now, I will be there day one to watch this piece of shit. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Not only that, but uh, speaking of blessings, they also canceled like an already done sequel to Scoob, our favorite. Oh, I heard about that. I heard about that. Yeah, incredible. You know the news I heard today, Parker. Apparently, like the uh, whoever was working with the movie was just like, "You can't cancel Scoob on us. We're gonna complete the soundtrack." 
<laughs> I love oh, they asked him why. He's like, we already paid for it. Might as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fair enough. Right, cool, man. Do some more work. Like, see if I Give us a fuck. Who in the world was downloading, like, the, the Jerry Goldsmith fucking soundtrack to Scoop what, besides Parker? Like, who's on earth is going right. to actually listen to that shit? But anyway, yeah. They, they're, you got that one over Warner Brothers. Big fan of them looking at it and going like, hey, all of these, like, HBO Max originals... Expect them all to go in the trash can. We're not wasting money on this bullshit. <laughs> Which also, yeah, probably. I don't yeah. watch that shit. No one I know watches I it. Look, I'm not a high price executive. I don't make decisions for anyone besides this podcast. But like, here's what you got to do. You have to make a movie of Batman beating the absolute dog shit out of Captain America, and just roll it out and just release it anyway. Doesn't matter if you get sued. Just go out on top. Just see if you can get away just with it because they probably would. What they, they need to do is for every, <laughs> for every one of these failed movies, they need to start shooting a scene for them where someone kills Kim Jong Un, and it's like, oh no, we had to pull this one too. My bad. Oh, oh you got it. Yeah. The fact go. that they made a background movie like we have Michael Keaton back in the suit as her mentor, and all the reviews like he's in like three scenes. He just like talks to her in some warehouse somewhere. <laughs> like I have Probably to see this that dog shit movie. Or, uh, that and Morbius in the same day. Hell yeah, dude. Oh, Good for him. Yeah. Uh, which, uh, this uh, does kind of tie into my jerk of the week, just because it's a smooth mm-hmm. transition. Oh, fuck. I can't believe you've done this. Uh, the yeah. fact that, uh, Brendan Fraser was the main villain in Batgirl, and the only good reports that came out of it were about him, which means yeah. that the Brendan renaissance lies solely on the shoulders of Darren Aronofsky, fills me with such dread, and makes me <laughs> well, mourn <yeah>. for movies. <laughs> Well, in that case, my jerk of the week is Sparker for not using the preferred term renaissance. Sorry. So, uh, I was trying to not say slurs. I'm saving him for Alex, movies. who is your jerk of the week? I'm going to be honest, I forgot. It's fine. <laughs> move That's on. all right. If I know anything about this podcast, Alex is going to come up with one later on that's going to knock our socks off. Hey, man, how's not your Roomba doing? <laughs> uh, I picked it up. It ate a phone charger. I turned it upside down. I tried to pull it, like pull a phone charger out. It started beeping. It shot a bunch of cat litter pellets at me, and now it's on the couch, turned off. Hey so. Parker, when's the last time you watched Terminator? <sighs> Not recently enough. Let me tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's get into what we watched recently. I have to admit, this is kind of coming in late. I actually thought I wasn't going to have anything to talk about this week. but uh, oh, Don't I got... worry, I have you covered. <laughs> oh, do you? All right. Well, I, I got some. I got some, actually, and this will actually help for you guys. Uh, I watched both versions of... Some time ago, Parker, uh, I mentioned that I had never seen a John Waters movie. We don't count Suburban Gothic, because he's only like for, for five seconds. Also, and no like, one has seen it, you weirdo. <laughs> Also that one, too. But, uh, like, you know, all right. And I was like, yeah, I've never seen John Waters. And you're like, really? You've never seen Hairspray? And I was like, yeah, I guess I've never seen Hairspray. And like, oh, I don't know. So I decided, all right, fuck it. I'll watch Hairspray. But the 1988 version was just the one he directed. And I, I put it on, and I actually really liked it. I thought this was really well done. Like, shockingly well done. It's weird that you put on a movie, and within five seconds, you're just like, oh, I get it. Right, like immediately you're just like, oh, okay, that's what you're trying to do. Like before you even see actors or anything, like within like the opening titles, you're like, oh, okay, that's what you're going for. And it works perfectly. Every single joke is designed to do something. You understand exactly who John Waters was back in 1962. And I think that goes a long way. It's very well acted. Ricky Lake is spectacular. 
Divine. Holy shit, dude. I didn't know Divine was that cool. Divine fucking kicks ass. He rules. Uh, he plays a dual role. Which Here's an... Here's the thing, I, I want to hold on to this, right? Uh, Divine plays both a woman and a man. And when he's a man, he's, like, so much worse. You're like, no, 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 put on the fake breasts. What are you doing? You you should be playing a woman right now. Uh, he has this thing with his eyebrows. He has this sly sense of humor. And you're like, damn, that guy, I want to see him in more shit. So, uh, Pink Flamingos, next week's episode. Uh, a bunch of other people are in it. Uh, it's I don't know, it's, it's good. I, I like it. Uh, Hairspray 88 is very good. Now, the Alamo was also doing Hairspray 07, which is the musical remake. Now, Parker, you don't like musicals, so I guess you can go <sighs> grab a beer. Alex, you like musicals, this is for you. Not think... only do I like musicals, but she loves this, so I've seen it like four times this oh. year. Oh, really? Yes. I did not so know that. So we can that. have a Hairspray oh. conversation, buddy. In that case, yeah, how, do you, how do you feel about Hairspray 07? It's fine. I, I mean, know, I, I I've never admit, I've I, never seen the old one, which I, oh. I, I assume you're going to prefer the old one in some way, shape, or form because you're you. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't have that angle covered for you, but I can talk to you about what a snack Zac Efron is. Like, we can do that. Yeah, so can everyone else. The thing about Hairspray 88 is part of the reason I prefer it more is I saw it first. And, like, I, I think the, the term is, like, 75% of the time you prefer the version that you saw or you heard first. It's the same thing <laughs> with, like, covers of songs and stuff. I, I don't know if that's accurate, but, like, people just say it and I just go with it. Uh, and, hey, it worked out in this one. I do think that the original is preferable in almost every single way to the remake, but the remake's really good, all right? I, I think the songs are really good. I think I have... Here's my standard for songs and musical. Uh, if you're able to uh, have a song in your musical that has a very funny line then I'm going to give you a lot more credit. Like, if I laugh at a line in a song, it goes a long way for me. Here's a good example. She want, uh, The main girl, Nikki Blonsky, who we'll get to in a second, she wants to make out with Zac Efron in his car. Hey, Same. Yeah, yeah, right? And the line goes, and then we'll kiss in his car. Won't go all the way, but we'll go pretty far. And I'm like, okay, that, that works for me. Uh, the, the opening song reminds me, which is, uh, I think it's what, Good Morning Baltimore, which, hey, yes. finally Marilyn gets a song. Uh, that whole opening song reminds me of the opening song from the South Park movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I fucking, <laughs> the amount of times that I've been like, all the friendly people stop to say hello, get out of my way. Out of my way. <laughs> Dude, I do the same thing, like, Dude. <laughs> She's literally singing to rats on the street. <laughs> John Waters actually cameos in that song, so I'm, I'm glad he uh, collected a paycheck from this. Uh, everything is good. There's there's not really a bad part of Hairspray 07 with the very notable exception of John Travolta. I, I think he does, uh, at best, a horrendously awful job. I, I think it's just bad. And I understand why you cast a man in a woman's role. You're trying to do the fine thing. I Fine, whatever. But it's not just like, oh, going from Divine, who had spent like two decades playing a woman, to John Travolta, who was just kind of weird. Uh, it, it just doesn't work. Which is weird, because like I know John Travolta can dance. In fact, I'm pretty sure he's he uh, had a couple songs. He, he had, you know, experience singing. He's just awful. I thought he was just dreadful in that movie. It was like kind of noticeable because he's in it so much. But everyone else is good. Michelle Pfeiffer's great. Uh, Nikki Blonsky, who had never sang or danced before and tried out anyway and got the part. And she was great. Her voice is like honey. It, it sounds wonderful. Christopher Walken, I love him. 
Uh, obviously, Zac Efron does a very, very good job. This is a good movie. I, I just feel like the original, it seemed to get the joke a little bit better. It seemed like you could tell who John Waters was back in 1962. He, he seemed like the kind of guy who was walking through his high school going, Jesus Christ! And, like, you're kind of alongside him during that in the original movie, and during the second one, you're, it feels sort of watered down, a bit more commercial, but the songs are good, so I'm not really complaining. They're, they're both really good movies, so uh, I actually recommend both, but but not to... I actually <laughs> I can't recommend either one to Parker. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> yes. I, I think that, like, if Parker watched the 2007 one, he wouldn't be miserable, but uh, yeah. that's about all I can say. I, yeah. I do think it, it's a good show. Like, oh, yeah. Being a good show helps in this case. We'll get to that mm. later. Yeah. Um, but, uh... Yeah, the John Travolta thing does stick out because it's not just that like he's bad and he sounds bad, but mm-hmm. like he kind of looks like Michael Myers in this. That, movie. Yeah, there's definitely. <laughs> it's, that, yeah. it's really unsettling just to look at his face because it's, like yeah. you know it's John Travolta. Like like if they just did like the Big Mama's House thing where it's mm-hmm. just like John Travolta wearing a fat lady suit, like mm-hmm. that would work better than like whatever fucking prosthetics they put on his face for this. Or maybe they didn't. Maybe he was just at a really bad plastic surgery point. I don't fucking know. Yeah, but I mean it's oh seven, so it's hard to judge. It, it, it it's like physically painful to look at. Him in this movie yeah it's, it's, it's not really good. it's it's like noticeably bad in a way that's more embarrassing than funny and that's that's a really bad sign you know the weird thing is uh i don't think he was anywhere near fat enough because you watch the original one and you're just like holy shit no wonder he died a year after this was released well uh un- unfortunately chris uh they they wrote this part for billy bob but he oh, yeah, driven well. driven his car off a cliff and donated his brain to science already Look, so billy bob <laughs> was not available billy bob had states okay that's more important than harrisburg <laughs> Uh, anyway, like, look, Hairspray is a good movie, but and then it goes to either one of them, you know, whatever. So the other thing I watched this week, I, I watched like a bunch of shit, but like the only other one I want to talk about is, I I think I mentioned to a bunch of people before that there was a point in my life where I wasn't watching a lot of TV shows because I have a bad habit of not completing things that I've started. And I decided, okay, I'm going to start a TV show and actually finish it. And I realized, wait, I watched too many animated shows. Let's let's do a live action one. And finish it from start to beginning, like, you know, no bullshit in here. Man, so I, that much, huh? Yeah, it was a tough one for me. This is this is tough. This is, how is it, 17 hours. Uh, this was uh, a British show called The Prisoner. Have you guys heard of The Prisoner? Yes. Okay. I've heard of it, but, like, yeah, you're going to have pris- to... Yeah, give, give me I'll a give you, that yeah. breakdown, yeah. <laughs> the Prisoner was uh, written, produced, directed, and starring uh, Patrick McGoohan. Who I don't know if I said that right. That's before. not a real name. <laughs> yeah. the, the most Irish. The most Irish character. <laughs> the most Irish guy you can pa- possibly imagine. Big Durr. fan. Of, he he was the uh, he, <laughs> he was the fucking trophy kid at all of the parades for Boston. Uh, <laughs> actually, he was. Uh, if you ever seen uh, Braveheart, he he played the King Edward guy. Chris, that was Balin Breeze. <laughs> Balin Breeze. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad he's. I'm glad he's playing slot receiver for the Jets right, now. Note to self: add a Balin Breeze sticker. I can already see so, the anyway, people reaching up for him. So here's the thing. <laughs> so here's the thing. Uh, Patrick McGoon had originally starred in some sort of like secret agent, like British show or something like that in the 
I guess, early 1960s, and he didn't like it very much, so he decided that he was going to make his own show based sort of around the stuff. It would be a little bit more, I don't know if it would, he'd say intellectual, but uh, a little bit stranger, something that would make you think a little bit more. And, Alex, I know how much you like James Bond, and I'm, I'm not going to jump into like conclusions as to why you like it, because there are a million and a half reasons to like James Bond. James Bond's a really great franchise for a reason. But there's so much of The Prisoner that reminds me of James Bond in an odd way. And Parker, I know you like uh, uh, Austin Powers. And I'm not going to ask you why you like Austin Powers, because there's like ten reasons to like Austin Powers. And this show really feels like it hits a lot of those notes. The difference being... This show isn't very funny. I Even if the show is trying to be funny, it doesn't really hit those notes. But uh, it does feel like it has some sort of visual similarities to Austin Powers. Let me explain the plot. So Patrick McGowan was in the show a secret agent, and he resigns in a fit of peak. And as he's packing up his stuff in his apartment, he gets knocked out and transported to a secret village in Britain from which he cannot escape. Think of like, uh, I guess it was really for Alex, think of like Bush Gardens, but with no rides, and also you can never leave. <laughs> he could have <laughs> said Shutter Island, dude. Uh, all right, I guess Shutter <laughs> Island, yeah. Uh, except more colorful, you know, and also good. And uh, so he can never leave. He tries often to escape. They want to get information from him. Why did he resign? What was going on? And he refuses to uh, respond. Patrick McGowan is like, the world's most contentious former secret agent. He feels like he's, like, mad 24-7, and I kind of love it. That being said, the ending kind of, like, piss off a lot of people because it gets really uh, weird. You don't really get a lot of solid answers. I guess the ultimate answer is you're your own prisoner or something like that, but I kind of like those episodes the best. I liked it when it got really, really odd and really uh, out there. I think it is worth watching. I don't know if it's like the world changer everyone says it is, but I can understand why it's a cult hit. So I do think The Prisoner is pretty good. Anyway, uh, I unfortunately, confession time, as a Catholic, I have to confess this. I didn't have enough time to see Prey. Well, what do you guys think? Uh, you want to do that now or you want to do that before we talk about Varsity Blues, Parker? It's up to you. Oh, we can do it now. It's fine. All right. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, um, it. So... You know what, Parker? You saw it after me, after I talked about how fucking good it was. So I'll let you go first. I mean, like, I've been waiting. How did for you this. feel about this movie? Because <laughs> I knew it was by the director of Ten Cloverfield Lane, which is a movie I adore with all my heart and soul. Oh yeah. I was excited for it, but cautiously because I know Disney doesn't care about their Fox properties, but still, uh, we've seen many bad Predator movies, and straight to Hulu does not inspire confidence. Oh yeah, I fucking oh, yeah. love this movie though. I love it so much. I had the best fucking time with this movie. It is so and good. I am you know, I I have thought for a couple days whether this was too hyperbolic to say or not and uh, I don't think it is. I actually think this is better than the original. Like better than uh Predator, you mean? Better than Predator. Yes. Mm-hmm. I I uh, like I mean it's close. They're both very very good movies. That's that's very high praise. I I I know. I and like <laughs> Normally, if I'm being hyperbolic about something, it's in the opposite direction. So I would hope that people, you know, don't just, like, roll their eyes when I say that. But, uh, I think this movie's fucking fantastic. Like, everything about it. Like, the pacing is bad for, like, what, 15 minutes? And then, like, the entire rest of the time, you're just fucking strapped in. They understand, like, why you want to watch this movie. They set up, like, the whole 
Now, I don't know if this is supposed to be, like, the first Predator that's ever arrived on Earth or what, but just, like, watching watching the Predator study, like, the environment where, like, the Predator watches a snake kill a rat, and the Predator kills the snake and goes like, ah, yes, this is my trophy. This is the strongest Predator here. <laughs> and then there's another scene later with a wolf, and then there's one with a bear, and, like, it just kind of, like, works his way up before he realizes that humans are kind of running the show. And, like, it's such a great characterization of the Predator, which is not something that I expected to say from this stupid little Hulu movie, but, like, everything about it's so good. It looks I, great too. I mean, the CGI is a little air, but also Disney doesn't give a shit about their Fox stuff. It's, <laughs> like, well, it's, you take what you the get. Only CG, the only CGI that looks bad is the animal CGI, but also like, what else are you gonna do there? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. there's this scene where a bear's trying to rip a human apart. Oh you can't God, do that with a real bear. <laughs> like, when I learned I, that that predator was gonna fight a bear, I knew I was locked in for a minimum four stars. That bear landed some shots, too. That bear didn't go down quietly. That predator spends a lot of the movie invisible, which also good for the budget, good call. But anytime it just guts something, you just see blood flow and fall on its invisible frame. Oh, my God. That's why we go to movies, baby. That's what we're here for. I I had a blast with this. And, like, you know, you could also say this about the Shane Black one that I think we did an episode on. But, like, you can tell the director really fucking loves the first movie case in point the scene where the predator emerges from the mud like arnold in the first one like dude dude, i was like pointing at the tv and screaming (laughs) it was so good oh my god i i am so so happy and so tickled that this movie exists and doesn't suck like i don't don't know if i'd say it's as good as the first one but the fact that that's a conversation to entertain should say enough because the first one's like a bona fide classic must-see everyone should watch this movie yeah absolutely so the fact that like that's an argument to make should be enough of a recommendation it's like a tight it's under 100 minutes right like it's you're in and out i think it's like an hour 40 but like beautiful doesn't feel it like Mm -mm. and i mean (laughs) i just i want to know your reaction when she wakes up in that cage (laughs) and they do the camera pan out and you realize there's like 150 French dudes just like in this trapper camp in the woods just knowing in that moment <laughs> what is about to happen I did the Birdman thing <laughs> just seeing all these filthy Frenchmen wearing like raccoon hats and I went like oh my god they're all so fucking dead the movie knows that you know that it's like hey little buddy here you go watch them so die this, this takes place in what like the 19th century or something it's like the 1710s, I think. Oh, late. Oh, damn. Early I, it's, 18th? So it, right. it's, yeah, it's like before, you know, it's before the French got kicked out of North America. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, um, but uh, one thing that I really love that this movie does is, uh, you know, the French guys are speaking in French to each other mm-hmm. and none of it is subtitled. You just, it's oh, like, oh, this yeah. is for me then. All right. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, they're, they're just. I'll French help guys. you guys I, out. I, I'm like, sure. I, I know they're probably saying something racist or like talking about sexual assault or something, but I don't care because I know that they're the bad guys and they're going to die. Like, Man, these guys talked about cheese omelets a lot. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> That's all they can say. Weird. 
So I heard one thing from a friend of mine uh, who is in a lot more like right wing internet spheres than I. Oh boy! And he said apparently like there was some controversy over this movie being considered woke, which again is a meaningless term. It doesn't actually. That's a buzzword. Uh, apparently they're like, oh, Native Americans didn't actually have domesticated dogs or something. They didn't have and, fucking uh, predators either. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. I think that's like, that. someone did make a good point. It's like, yeah, people just say what whenever there's like a woman on the screen or something, you know? Was, uh, Why lady Parker? kill alien? Why girl strong? Because yeah, it's a how movie. Come, how come weirdo? Logan was so woke? <laughs> <laughs> I, that's, that's a good uh, example of, like, and a it, fucking like, meaningless it's, buzzword. It's, it's not even just that it's, like, a stupid thing on its face to say, but, like, she just sucks ass at everything she does for, like, an hour of this movie, and then, like, sort of figures it out and levels up. Okay. It's not just, like, unearned, like, oh, this girl is coming in to save all the dumb boys from their incompetence. Like... Mm-hmm. She does. She's like, yeah, she's like a fucking liability for like fifty minutes of this movie. So that's and that's that, kind of interesting. Yeah, so, and then like, like she gets mad because like, well, so I mean, I'm not spoiling yeah, too I, much. I, by I saying hope you this. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I but would like, like to see it. Yeah. You're def. This is definitely in your future. You will oh, yeah. love this. Yeah, I know. But uh, like the whole thing is, you know, like it's like a Comanche tribe in the 18th century. So like all the guys go out to hunt, and she's like, I want to go hunt with you guys, and they're like, Well, you're not a good hunter. We're not going to take you. And, like, she's good at some things. Like, she's good at, like, trapping and stuff like that. And, like, she's got this dog that always, like, helps her. But, like, the, the like the first scene of the movie is, like, her trying to, like, hunt this deer. And then it gets fucked up, like, getting interrupted by the spaceship, like, coming mm-hmm. in. And it's, like, like, she just, like, misses by, like, ten feet. And, like, she goes out to meet them. She's like, I can help you guys. I can help you guys. I can help you hunt this lion. And, uh, then she fucks up. Mm-hmm. And, and then, like, she gets mad because they're like, see, we told you you couldn't do it. And she, like, fucks off to, like, go into the woods to, like, do her own thing. Yeah. And that's, like, you know, like, she, like, levels up. She, like, figures out, like, she, she's got, like, tomahawks, and she, like, ties a string to them so she can, like, quickly throw them at different targets and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, she kind of, like, learns as the movie goes along, you know? This isn't fucking the Star Wars sequels where, like, someone oh. just shows up and has god powers. Like, <laughs> So we're comparing this to the other Star Wars movies again. This is what, that's what we do I, now. This is our gimmick, right? <laughs> that's our thing, right? This is better so this than is, any Star Wars movie. Well, let's compare record. it to, like, right. a different movie that we've seen. So this is a little bit different from, like, Ready or Not, where she's already known, like, she's good at this sort of thing. This is instead, like, learning through the movie, right? Right. Yeah. And, like, like you're not looking at this character like, look at this fucking dunce. Like, this isn't Billy Bob. Like... <laughs> It's just like we're like, gonna she's get like, to Billy Bob. You're no, gonna we leave are my hero out. I, I, I'm just I want to tease the people as much <laughs> okay. as possible. Fair, <laughs> very <laughs> fair. Um, but uh, no, it, it's like it that's feels so earned. Like that, and that's that's like, like whatever. I know these fucking people are gonna be mad about literally everything that happens for the rest of time. So yeah. like, I don't really care how they feel. But like, it's such an unwarranted criticism of this movie where there's like an actual character arc that's interesting that you get to see and yes. i don't know like, like all right I, this is in my future i i've 100 uh, i will be watching Chris, this asap I, yeah i would not only watch this i would watch this as soon as you can because yeah. if you get to tell other people about how good this movie is like they will like you for it yeah i you know i have actually heard a lot of people who are kind of like i don't know about this one and, but luckily all of their criticisms were like the most mealy mouth like it wasn't they didn't even talk about the movie they were just like Ugh, i don't know i was just like all right well fucking i don't need to listen to you or is you guys telling me about like this movie every single thing that you said is just like yes 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 you're checking all the boxes this is what i want to see yeah 
And, like, you know, there's not a ton of kills before, like, the hour mark. But after the hour mark, it's a fucking bloodbath. <laughs> yeah, like, God. Yeah, yeah looking... no, that's the thing. Is like, I, I don't need a lot of kills before the hour mark. I, I know. If you can, and, like, and you, do the character. you shouldn't. Stuff. But yeah. I just want you to know that if somebody is like, yeah, I don't know, it wasn't violent enough for me. Oh, like, that well, person just didn't yeah. have it on for long. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I'm not that far into the list that I've turned into that person yet. <laughs> I don't know, goodness. man. Like, I don't know what your groper friend that's, told you. Oh, like, that's <laughs> <laughs> Why girl song? Right, uh, Why girl <laughs> kill predator? Like, I don't know. Why? What, is she going to vote next? What? She, right, I Alex. thought they're supposed to be the strongest. Like, did you not watch <laughs> literally any of these ever? That's not the point of any of this. This could not be more clear what the point of these movies are. Okay. Uh, All right. Alex, what else did you watch? All right. Let's, yeah, let's get a move on here because I have quite a bit. Um, <laughs> hey, you guys ever seen Vertical Limit? Uh, is that not a, a future episode? I thought it that was going to be one hundred percent a future episode. That, wasn't that supposed to be this week's episode? We forgot about it. If it was, that is a pure coincidence because I moused over this while I was on Hulu and uh, uh, and uh, was like, "Oh, you know what? It's like ten o'clock. I could put this on and then go to bed after." And then uh, I put it on and watched two movies after because I was so jazzed off from this stupid <laughs> fucking mountain sign. climbing. All right. <laughs> Oh, we didn't do this. Okay. I thought oh, we Yeah, had. right? No, I, I know. I wasn't, yeah. I'm not bullshitting here. Right? It seems like something we do. Okay, yeah. Not Terminal right. Rush the, or the... Terminal Velocity. Got it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Both of those are... Horrible. Yeah, I mean, this and this and Cliffhanger are the two mountain think, climbing movies. Was it, so, Parker, was we it have, Cliffhanger we're supposed to do? It's on, it Cliffhanger's been on the list for four years. Was, yeah, we'll attacks, get there. Yeah, that, it well, feels we weird that we haven't done it yet. I keep like... It was on that short list I sent you Yeah. And like... Cliffhanger is like a movie, you know, where like Sly Stallone is like this hotshot mountain climber, and then there's like crime and bad stuff is happening. Whereas Vertical Limit is a movie where a rich guy wants to climb K2 to promote his airline, and then there's a storm and he gets stuck. But also, the rich guy is like willing to murder everyone on his team to stay alive, and it's up to our hero, Chris O'Donnell, I guess, to recruit a team to go up to go get him. Uh, also, the, the, the fucking billionaire is Bill Paxton, who is just trapped under ice for like an hour of this movie. But, uh, so, so, so Chris O'Donnell gets his team together, including uh, Scott Glenn, who we are introduced to by looking at his nub foot because he lost all his toes to frostbite. Like, literally, the camera is zoomed in on the fucked up foot and then pans out and you go, ah, what's up, Scott Glenn? Um, who is a veteran climber whose wife died on K2. Yes, that comes back later. Yes, of course he finds her frozen body on the mountain. Don't worry about it. Um, oh, good. Also on the team are two guys who I can only assume these parts were written for Pauly Shore and Stephen Baldwin, but Australian. Because they're just like the comic relief characters. Uh, the Pakistani army is involved. Don't worry about it. Okay, alright. They're mostly just there to... And I'm not joking. Provide large canisters of nitroglycerin to the climbers so they can blow up parts of the mountain to rescue the trapped climbers. But this, of course, results in people just randomly blowing up. (laughs) (laughs) It is bafflingly stupid, but in a way that, like, only a disaster movie that somebody smart was working on could be because like 
the movie has stakes. Like you, you kind of care what's happening. And every time, like you'd be like, you know, nodding off and be like, all right, get to the good part. They just blow someone up. Like it's <laughs> fucking owns, dude. They realize like an hour twenty into the movie that if you leave the nitroglycerin in the sun for too long, it explodes because the Pakistani army officer at base camp left one of the canisters out and his fucking building blows up. Like... <laughs> Don't give away too much because we're doing this. <laughs> I, I know. I, I I I like I'm I'm not gonna say more than that because like I it's not gonna be like next week. We'll probably do this in a couple months. Never yeah, forget yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah. But uh. <laughs> Vertical Limit, very, very solid pre-9-11 movie. You couldn't get away with this movie after. Let me fucking tell you that. Oh, that's a <laughs> this good is sign. what Al-Qaeda took from us. Yeah. Alright, what else we got here? Um, hey, Parker. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Actually, let me, let me start this over. Hey, Chris. Hey, Alex. So I know you're a fan of a lot of older music. That's what they say. Uh... Would you say that there's, like, one band that you just absolutely, like, fucking can't stand above all others? Like, just one, like, anytime you hear their music, you're just angry. Like, I fucking hate everything this band ever does. I don't know why people thought they were good. Like, uh, Yeah, probably. I don't know if they come immediately to mind, but I bet if you were to, like, if someone were to say that band's name, I'd be like, oh, fuck them, you know? Okay, well, mine is Guns N' Roses. Oh, really? Gosh. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> Which made Thor, Love, and Thunder a miserable experience. Oh! Let me tell you. That's gonna be tough. Yeah, that's a tough one. <laughs> uh, at least four, possibly five songs, because one of them I wasn't sure about. Jesus. Uh, yeah. No, that's too much even for me. And look yeah, at me. Yeah. And it's yeah. not like, it's not album cuts. It's Welcome to the Jungle and Sweet Child of Mine. And all She's the got that you know. oh, wow. How brave and to pick up Paradise just, City. Just, fucking yeah. heck. It's, yeah. it's just, it's so funny. So here's the Hey Parker moment of this. So you okay. remember Thor and Thor the Dark World? Two movies that nobody remembers and everyone hates? Vaguely. Uh, so what if I told you that the emotional fulcrum of this movie was Natalie Portman's character coming back and having cancer? What? Oh, yeah, I'll be waiting for Disney Plus for that bad boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, uh, honestly, it's not really worth your time. It's uh, it's kind of... I mean, yeah, neither of the last five, but here we are. <laughs> I, I, I know, but th- this was a, uh, uh, a Thursday night. Oh, they have an 11 p.m. showing. I bet I can go see this in a theater by myself for free. And then hey, I look, did. Who, who hasn't been there? I, I I mean I I can literally see it from my window right now. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> um, it, it's only a nine screen, so I can only watch you know the fucking garbage. But uh, <laughs> I would have done it too. I respect it. Yeah, I, that's yeah, fair. I yeah. mean I mean I, I was there. literally out of things that I wanted to see playing in the theater. I'm like, all right, well fuck it, I'll go see this. Uh, so you know they they had a real hit with Ragnarok. You know the Taika Waititi thing really worked, and in this. It really, really, really doesn't. And it's, like, the same kind of humor. It's just, like, the movie doesn't have any of, like, the character or the gravitas or the timing of the last one. Like, Taika Waititi's blue rock guy is back in this. And at one point, you think he dies, and it was my favorite part of the movie, because it meant he would shut the fuck up and stop telling his stupid jokes and his bad accent. Um, Nope, turns out uh, the rock people can survive if they're just a face. So he was just stuck on somebody else for the rest of the movie. Because we can't have nice things. Um, You want to know how much this movie loves Guns N' Roses? Please tell me. 
Hey, hey, Parker, you remember the the black guy from the other movies that has the eye powers and the dreadlocks and like he does stuff? And I don't I, remember who the actor is, I, but he's. I just thought in there. he died. He did die, but his oh. son's in this one, oh. and his son had like an old ass guardian name, but now he wants everyone to call him Axel, like his favorite singer from the band. Oh, yeah. Fuck that success. sucks. <laughs> yeah, it isn't it's good. I've really enjoyed it's the last good. like two years of everyone being sick of Taika Waititi. Because man, yeah. same as someone who just caught up on what we do in the shadows. I'm still sick of him. Two things can be yeah. true at once. Uh, yeah, and he has nothing to do with the show, so... Uh, I can tell. Uh, you know, <laughs> I can continue to enjoy it. Um, so, let me talk about the two positives of this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, number one... Well, th- this is not part of the positive, but I'll get to the part that's uh, positive, yeah. like, very, very clearly. Uh, so, the bad guy in this movie is, I guess, Christian Bale, but you can't mm-hmm. really tell, because he just looks like a CGI war boy. Like, mm-hmm. I, if you yeah. didn't tell me, I would have no idea. Also, his name is Gore, so I guess this movie's just about Thor and Gore, and that's supposed to be funny. I don't know. Like, is that a comic thing? Don't care. Um, but uh, he is a god killer. He goes around the universe murdering gods because his god on his planet let his daughter die or fucking something. Don't oh my care. god, who gives uh, a shit? <laughs> yeah, however, because he has, like, this necrotic sword or whatever... He spends a lot of time in his home area after he kidnaps a bunch of Asgardian children, which is, of course, the Shadow Realm. Okay. You talking yeah. me into it? Yeah. Um, I got two hours on a Sunday night once this hits Disney+. Plus. Let's go. Honestly, the scene where, uh, where Chris Hemsworth and Natalie Portman go into the Shadow Realm to fight the bad guy, like, you know, it, it's like the big, like, second act fight scene before we get to the actual climax of the movie. They put everything in black and white, except for the things that are, like, directly adjacent to, like, when Thor's using his thunder powers. It actually kind of looks cool. Like, I'm not going to lie. It's one of the better-looking Marvel movie scenes that I've seen. But also, we were in the Shadow Realm, so I might be a little bit biased. Hey, you and me both, buddy. (laughs) The other good thing about this movie... So I mentioned that Gore is going around the universe killing gods. And when I say gods, I mean, like... Any anyone from the pantheon of gods at any point. So like they mm. they go to the god planet. And there's like you know there you see all like Quetzalcoatl and shit. There's like <laughs> the god of bows and like like all this dumb shit. All of whom are of course led by <laughs> Zeus, played by Fat Russell Crowe. Right. Who That's sound, from the Who sounds like a character in Mark for Death. <laughs> I am fucking. I'm locked in, I, baby. I, yeah. You I just got watch, Parker to waste $12, so... Oh, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I would watch, like, a 10-episode miniseries of just fat Russell Crowe throwing lightning bolts and talking about banging bitches. Like, I... <laughs> fat Russell Crowe needs to be in every movie. I don't care what he's doing. I just want him in things. He is so, so fucking bad in a good way in this movie. And he's in it for, like, a scene... Don't care. Worth the price of admission alone just for that. Uh, but in summation, yeah, definitely don't see this movie. But if you do, there's a couple scenes. There's not nothing there. This isn't, you know, Iron Man 3. This isn't like an unwatchable movie. It's a mostly unwatchable movie with a couple good parts. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can you can definitely wait for Disney Plus and watch this when you've had a couple drinks in you. Don't That's worry. the plan. That's how Speaking I watch them all now. <laughs> they drop like 45 days after. I'm not wasting money anymore. Actually, you know what? I just remember my jerk of the week, so let me stick that in here. Let's hear uh, it. I have, a, I have a hunch who it might be. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we're sitting around the other night. Uh, I don't remember what we just got done watching, 
But she's like, just put something funny on. I don't care what it is. I just like, I want something I don't have to think about. It's like, all right, sure, done. I open Hulu. The first thing in the recommended for you category is It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, a show that I love and she has never seen. So now I, I have seen the early seasons of the show and know full well that I should just skip season one. However, I do not. So I played the gang gets racist. <laughs> she is miserable the whole time. Goes on to goes on to Discord to complain about how much she hates it, and everyone tells her how good the show is and that she should stick with it. So she's like, "All right, all right, we can watch one more." So then <laughs> we play the second episode, and this scene where Dennis is climbing over the fence at the abortion rally, <laughs> she's like. <laughs> fighting me for the remote. She's like, we cannot watch this anymore. <laughs> and that is everything that I ever could have possibly asked for in that, that interaction. Like, uh-huh. God bless. <laughs> oh my God. So yeah, that's my joke of the week. She didn't even get to the dumpster, baby. Like, what am I supposed to say? Yeah. Wait, who's your jerk of the week? Is that you or her? No, it's her. No, of course it's Oh, it's me. her. I okay. didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. Are no. you kidding me? How dare she? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, speaking of comic book movies that aren't very good, uh, a long while ago, Parker assigned me The Amazing Spider-Man 2. I, of course, had not seen The Amazing Spider-Man 1, and because I'm on this show, I decided to watch both. Thank <laughs> you. <an> idiot. <laughs> Time well spent. Buffoon. <laughs> Fucking five hours of my life down the toilet. But, uh, so, honestly, the first one I think is fine. Like, Basically, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't need to exist, but neither do 80% of movies. So, like, I don't even really view that as criticism. Like, yeah, they didn't need to do a reboot that fast. But, like, there are things that are good about it. Like... Mm-hmm. I think Emma Stone is amazing in both of these movies. Correct, yes. Yeah, because these movies yeah. suck fucking ass. Yeah. Like they, She's doing a great job. don't though, deserve so. that performance. Yeah. And yet, there she is, just, like, yeah. doing her thing. Yeah. Like, the first one's, like, I don't know, it's, like, a bit too self-serious. And, like, obviously it's a, what, like, a 2011 CGI movie. Yeah. So, like, it doesn't look particularly good. But really, my takeaway from this is I think I just like Spider-Man. And, like, that sounds like a dumb thing to say, but I never really dawned on me that I think this character is, like, interesting before. So, I think I could just, like, if they just reboot this, like, every ten years, I'm probably going to watch all of them. Because, like, I just, I I like watching this little teenage dude swing around New York, because New York is cool and swinging around on webs is cool, and that's just enough. Like, I can be a simple man at times, it's fine. But Amazing Spider-Man 2. Oh, boy. Dude, what the fuck is this? I've been waiting months for this. I I knew where I was at with this movie the first time his phone rings, and it's a fucking MIDI of the Spider-Man theme. And I'm like... I'm like, man, I sure hope that's a one-off. This ringtone, so you know it's not. Oh! And it just... It keeps happening. It keeps happening over and over. Like, hey, Parker, I have a question for you. Yo, what's up, man? Oh, you didn't raise your hand. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's try to find the button. Yeah, I mean, do you have a question? Uh, Yeah, so, you know, I saw the most recent one with the the Tom Holland fucking multiverse movie. Mm Mm-hmm. Wasn't Jamie Foxx cool in that movie? 
Correct. <laughs> Why was he just doing all those one-liners when he's the biggest cuck in the universe yeah. in this movie? Probably wouldn't come back if they made him look like that again. <laughs> Which, right. also, I, mean, I, I wouldn't either. Hey, you want to be in the see Spider-Man? Also, you have like, to play the same guy. No. <laughs> Click. Oh, what's up, yeah, man? Uh, Alex, what's up? Who the fuck is the Sandman? <laughs> is he not in either of these movies? Dude, Spider-Man 3, buddy. The Tobey Maguire one. Wait, yeah. that's in a Tobey Maguire movie? Yeah, yeah Spider-Man he was 3. at the the last. Yeah, he was I've the last one with like four times. villains. Okay. Who is that? Right, is that Thomas sure. Jane or whatever? Someone uh, said I looked like him, and I was like, that's fucked up. Thomas Hayden Church. Who it was. There's a lot you. of people out Thomas there that are really Church, horny for Thomas Jane. So yeah. big yeah, head, square jaw, dreamboat. Yeah, I've been drinking. Same. Um. Yeah, man, this movie's uh disastrous. There's no wonder there's not a third one. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> and like, it, it makes you movie, appreciate that Tom Holland one more because like Andrew Garfield's right? great in every scene in that movie, and you're like, oh, this clearly wasn't his fault. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, there's nothing yeah. he could have done. That movie is so fucking self serious. Oh yeah. The reason the fucking like, the little like the spider web hand reaching out. <laughs> <her> and, <laughs> it's dude. Geez. I still have the fucking itsy bitsy spider dubstep on my phone. When they play the itsy bitsy spider on the fucking transformers, the electric plant, and you can see each one lighting up in time, it's like, are you fucking kidding me? I, dude, whenever I'm taking myself too seriously, I play that song, and I'm like, no, 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 no. The world's a joke. You know, there's so many things about this that suck that I could talk about, mm-hmm. but the one thing that really gets me is, you know, you have this opening chase scene at the movie where you can clearly tell that this is a very different movie than the first one, mm-hmm. which is insane because it's the same director. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> you like if you if you told me the name of the director of the first one and they gave me a hundred guesses to name the director of the second one, I would guess every director I could think of before guessing the exact same guy. Like, they are so tonally separate. And then, like... You know, he's chasing down, like, these Russian terrorists who are stealing fucking whatever. It's like, all right, whatever, that's fine. It's an opening set piece. I don't really care. Like, they destroyed a lot of cop cars. That was cool, I guess. And then the last scene of this movie being, ha, 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 remember me? I'm Rhino. It's like, really? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking kidding me? You're Rhino? (laughs) Like, like, I don't know who Rhino is. I don't care who Rhino is. But I know I definitely don't care about what happened in the first scene of this movie fucking movie mm-hmm. after you beat me over the head with all this saccharine self-serious fucking nonsense well uh, you said to yourself you're a big spider-man fan uh, did you ever think man i wonder if his parents were super secret agents at oscor working on a oh magic God, blood formula oh, and having a fuck, plane fight about that. It's, <laughs> look oh. it sucks i'm not mad at them for like trying to explain that although if you told me it was from some comic book i would probably be mad about it but probably. like that is a side of spider-man that we've like never explored and i was i was kind of like okay i'll humor you movie like i i'm probably not gonna like where you go with it but like mm-hmm. i'm not i'm not upset that they like tried to explore it also <laughs> big <laughs> shout out to dennis leary for getting them checks like, <laughs> the ghost of dennis leary just shaking his head like better not fuck my daughter spider-man <laughs> just like, every dennis leary appearance in this movie is just that fucking gif of the two fat guys with their hair sticking up just like their head entering the frame shaking <laughs> parker um, is that is that a wrestling thing with those guys with the... <laughs> <laughs> I 
assume that was like from an 80s teen movie, but it also could equally whatever it is. Yeah, I don't know what that's from. Yeah, we're gonna figure it out. I'm sure. Now, when you were sticking with the movie, like, okay, we can explore the parents thing. Did that end right around the time he opened the calculator to find the magic bus token to find the magic underground train? That had all yeah, the kinda. secrets of the spider blood <laughs> that only he can use in his blood. Makes when we found out that the spider blood was genetically engineered for him and only him, that is probably the point that I was like, "All right, fuck this movie." Right, he loves yeah. Spider Man. He's just an everyday kid who just yeah. happens to get powers, but also he's been chosen by his genius father with his <laughs> magic spider powers. It's, you know, it's a good it's, thing that someone who likes Spider-Man watched this movie. Can you imagine oh, yeah, someone definitely. who doesn't like Spider-Man watch this? Yeah, I can't, actually. The, I don't know why someone would do that. Harry really Osborne crazy. is like, hello, it's me, your longtime childhood friend you've never seen before. I have goblinitis. Get me Spider-Man's blood immediately. <laughs> goblinitis. It's <laughs> good so cool that, like, his dad, who lived to, what, like, 70 in this movie is like you also have my curse and then it just starts <laughs> he just and becomes like a werewolf <laughs> <laughs> it's so good I will remember every part of this movie until I die It is. you remember so much more of it than I do I'm, I'm really impressed Bro. you remember more of it than I do and I watched this like <laughs> four days ago never forget that theatrical experience yeah. and that guy starting a slow clap when the credits rolled I will oh think God. about him until I die <laughs> That movie is in my brain forever. <laughs> also, like, you know, I've talked about the ringtone. We've talked about the dubstep Itsy Bitsy Spider. You know, we didn't mention in this specific time the voices that are speaking to Jamie Foxx, which uh, <laughs> I believe Chris covered in detail in the past. I think so. But uh, the rest of the score of this movie is so fucking bad. Like, <laughs> no like, kidding. I, I'm a big guy. Like, I'm a big scores person. Like, Mm-hmm. Not in the sense that, like, you know, I'm not going to come out of a movie going, like, oh, my God, that score was amazing, unless it's, like, truly amazing. Mm-hmm. But a bad score could definitely ruin a movie. Yeah. And this a whole fucking thing just felt like a 90s comedy. It, the, like, the music they were playing and the sound effects. Like, if if the fuck... You remember when we did uh, Rollerball and there was that boing sound effect when the, fen- the fence got broken? I will never forget that. <laughs> yeah, that would have, like, Do been you in remember? place in this movie. Yeah, I, it's it's just, it's... It's part of me. <laughs> it's part of my DNA now. I can't believe they thought they were getting a third one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they must have been really leaning into, yeah, Spider-Man's just, like, uber popular. We'll just get away with whatever. This is like when you forget you have a paper due and write it in the two hours before class. It does feel like that. I think that's a good comparison. It feels like a bullshitter, you know? It feels like a bullshitter put something out. You can smell it a mile away. It's so awful, dude. This is so (laughs) bad. Thank you, Parker. Impressively shitty. Like, yeah. Yeah. It really is like almost a seeing is believe because, like, there's a million shitty comic book movies, but there's something about something that is so desperately trying to get the hooks in, like, we're going to have a, one of these every fucking year. We're going to have all these spinoffs. We're going to have the Sinister Six. We're going to have all these side characters. And just to eat shit so profoundly. It's beautiful. You'd love to see it. Luckily, so it's, Sony it's, has learned their lesson. They don't do that anymore. Right, yeah, of course. <laughs> it's uh, it's very cool that Andrew Garfield looks older in this movie than he does in the one that just came out. <laughs> despite this being the one where he's playing a 19-year-old. Yeah. He looks like... 40 and yeah. like he's not somebody that looks old generally like that looks no, like he looks young i think I, they were I trying to make him the... look stressed or something but yeah 
he just he looks like he's my age and it's weird mm-hmm. um all right couple more to get to here uh watching big budget netflix content so you don't have to thank i put you. on the gray man this week oh, thank you um, oh boy you know i'll be honest I'm a complete sucker for spy movies in general. I love, you know, when they spend 20 minutes chasing through old buildings in Europe and stuff, and like the 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 fucking European police cars with that stupid ass siren they all have are chasing them down the like the cobblestone streets and shit. Like, shoot that shit into my veins. But like, this movie is just there's not an original idea in it, which is fine. I don't need original ideas, but there's like too much of no original ideas to the point where in its two hour and five minute runtime it gets a little bit oppressive um so let me let me start like by describing basically how this movie works uh so ryan gosling is like a guy who went to prison in his teens for murdering his dad because his dad was going to kill his brother uh he gets recruited by the cia out of prison because they're like hey we think you're a good guy and also you clearly are fine with killing so we're gonna turn you into an assassin like all right cool whatever uh he goes off to do some fucking assassination on some guy doesn't pull the trigger because there's a kid in the way and then like starts a huge fight in the middle of this party in thailand in order to like take the guy down because you know he's a crazy good secret agent he's gonna finish the job no matter what they have a hand-to-hand fight inside of, like, a display that's shooting off, like, a huge fireworks show. And I'm, like, this is, like, eight minutes into the movie, and I'm, like, fuck yes, dude, fuck yes, they know what I want. Literally, the next fight scene, he's got, like, a road flare, and it's in the dark, so you can just, all you can see is, like, the road flare, like, flying around and hitting people in the face. It's, like, cool, you've got some fucking ideas. We've got something here. This movie must be must be much better than everyone's saying it is. And then it's just everything you've ever seen in another movie before. And that's fine, to an extent. Like, you know, Ryan Gosling is perfectly adequate in this movie. He's a snack. Uh, Anna de Armas is in this a lot. And uh, uh, let me tell you, um, since I know neither of you have seen the most recent Bond movie. I did. Uh, I, I watched you, it in theaters. You saw I No t- Time to Die? I, yeah, y'all I talked, talked about, about it that week. It. I talked about it. So. Was that a week I wasn't here? No, no, you, you two talked about it. I could not get no. the time no, off whatever. work to rewatch them all. Yeah. So. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, as far as I'm concerned, nobody's ever looked better in a movie than she looks in that movie. And, oh, uh, I, hey, I'm not going to disagree with that one. Yeah, she looks great. <laughs> like, dear fucking lord. Yeah. Like, she gets to do a lot more in this than she did in that, and uh, it's like, cool, just put her in every movie. I'm fine with it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I she's fantastic. Uh, but you know, yeah, you know, like your second act is like cliche after cliche, whatever. Uh, and then, like, at the hour 45 mark, fucking Ryan Gosling chases the bad guy into a hedge maze. And I'm like, all right, come on. All right. We, we don't we don't need a fucking hedge maze chase, too, in this movie. Like, there's so... it's And it sucks, because, like, I was enjoying this. But it just wears you down. It wears you down with, like, a... Oh, yep, seen this one before. Oh, you're gonna do a one-liner? Oh, was The Rock not available for this? Um... There is one thing that I've omitted from talking about this, and that is the antagonist of this movie, who is played by Chris Evans, who is giving maybe the worst performance of his career. He is unfathomably bad in this movie, and I don't know if it's just that, like, this stage Chris Evans doesn't know how to be a bad guy, but every line he gives is, like, 
it, it feels like it's ripped out of a movie that he's the star of, and he's not the star of this movie. And it just, it's so off-putting and so jarring that, like, you know, even when you get to the climax of the movie in the middle of the hedge maze where they both throw their guns away and decide to fight hand-to-hand in a fountain, you're just like... I fucking hate this character. I hate this character and his stupid one-liner so much. It's just so annoying. And, like, if it wasn't for this character, or if it was somebody else in this role, like, you put, uh, fuck, uh, pretty much anybody. I'm, I I have a face in mind, and I can't remember his fucking name, but, uh, not important. Uh, like, literally anybody else in this role, I think this movie's, like, not, like, a strong recommend, but it's, like, an atomic blonde level movie where it's like you, you're gonna watch this and you're not gonna be bored and you're gonna forget about it in two months but instead he's just like shitting the whole thing up and it's it's kind of a bummer because i thought i liked chris evans not like loved chris evans but like it's like oh you you suck in this goddamn. but uh you can do worse with two hours of your time it's fine i don't know why this is getting a sequel it doesn't need one there's some very very good scenes in this there are a lot of replacement level scenes in this. Uh, not too much of it is bad. And it's just, it's kind of just there. Eh, if you know, you know. If you like this kind of movie, watch it. If you don't, you're good. But uh, I ended up, I came out of it a little bit disappointed, which sucked because at the hour mark, I wasn't disappointed at all. But it is what it is. That's going to be a hard pass. I'm good. I in, in a month, no one will remember it, and then that's it. Like, I'm sure like, that Chris Hemsworth movie was an extraction. I'm sure it's fine, yeah. but yeah, a week after, think, it was off the homepage, and that doesn't exist now. I think this movie's better than that one. Uh, this one does, like, to its credit, it has a lot of really good, like, drone shots, a lot of really good camera work. Like, they clearly spent a lot of money on this, and they were free enough from COVID restrictions to actually shoot the movie they wanted to shoot. Like, it looks great. It really does. It looks fantastic. Uh, but uh, if that's not enough for you, like, don't watch it. Honestly, if you uh, if you are considering putting this on, watch like the first two fight scenes, and if you're not all in on the rest of the movie, you're good because that's like, in my opinion, the best part of it. But yeah, a lot of explosions, a lot of cool sets, uh, a lot of great camera work. Kind of a boring movie is what it is. Um, two more here before we move on. Um, both of which were assigned to me by my good friends. Uh. uh so Chris assigned me Rock of Ages, a jukebox musical completely comprised of songs that I can't fucking stand. <laughs> I, I genuinely, this is so long ago, I, I genuinely can't remember assigning you this. I, it, it, you, you did. I'll uh, take your I, word on it. I don't remember this. So Rock I know why, I'd like, I, I have a good idea of why you assigned that me this. That feels like something I would have done, but you can have the yeah, credit. Yeah, it sounds like... Well, I don't know, but I think I would have gone with, like, it's a jukebox musical. It's probably... Is it, like, Christian-oriented or something? I just assumed we no. did a Tom Cruise movie that week, so I assigned it. Or you assigned no. it. So, oh, Rock of Ages is a jukebox musical of nothing but, like, 80s, like, hair metal songs. Cool. Um, this which is... More like part. I, <laughs> exactly. So, uh, like, as, as, as a bit of a, uh, like, a, a backstory here, like... I've seen the stage production. My dad actually loves the stage production, and my dad's not a musical person at all. But my dad, your dad is, assigned you know, it to you. <laughs> yeah, my dad is like the target audience for something like this. Uh-huh. But uh, this is 
one of the most baffling things I've ever seen in my life. And, like, I actually think if other people can stomach 135 minutes of a jukebox musical, this is, this is like, a potential future episode just in, like, how absurd of a movie it is. So... All right. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. 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 Who's standing up? Oh. So, you know, it's fanning it's, myself it's, like I'm at church. It's a movie musical. So your two leads are like two people you've never heard of who are like on fucking Broadway or whatever and can like sing their fucking hearts out. And everyone else in the movie is just like someone that you know from Hollywood, which is the problem with movie musicals in general. Like I don't know like how much of a singing part some of these roles had, but I know I didn't need to see Russell Brand and Alec Baldwin in this. Ooh, and yet, hey, Park, yeah, Chris, you did that. That was all you, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I know for a fact this was Chris. I can probably find the episode he's All right, all right, all right. It's, it's fine. I'm not. I'll, I'll I'm take not your word on against it. You. I'm not. I'm not so, no, I'm not holding this against you because I think this is like interesting and worth watching and absolutely worth talking about mm-hmm. because. The stage show, you know, when you're doing a jukebox musical, like, to an extent, like, you're beholden to your source material. Like, you have these songs, you have to fit them together however you want. However, this movie, like, you know, they've got, like, fucking 20 years of rock music. And, like, on stage, it works fine. But in this movie, it's just, like, randomly jumping from scene to scene, and then they sing a song you've heard before. And it's kind of, like... It's, like, really manic in a really interesting way because, like, something will be happening and you'll be like, huh, maybe this movie's good. And then the next scene is, like, the worst dog shit you've ever seen in your life. And then the next scene is completely unrelated and pretty good again. And you're like, I don't know how I feel about this movie. I don't know how to rate this because, like, on aggregate, like, it's one of the worst movies I've seen. But scene by scene, it doesn't feel that way. Like, it's, it's, it's fucking bizarre. It's truly a bizarre movie in a way that I wasn't expecting. Um, so Tom Cruise is in this movie. Oh. Tom Cruise is playing Stacy Jacks, who is, I, you can take your pick of famous rockers that he's, you know, portraying as this character. He's unbelievable in this movie. He is so good. He is, like, he sounds like he needs to, he moves like he needs to, he can actually kind of sing, like, and it's so important to this movie that he's there, because without him, this is, like, unwatchable fucking trash, but with him, it's just fucking fascinating, because, like, he's, like, the biggest rock star in the world, but he's also just, like, a character in this who, like, drops in and out of scenes semi-randomly, uh... I was not alive for the hair metal era. Like, I don't know... Like, I I don't know what it was like to go to, like, these shows. But, like, watching him strut around stage like a front man in his cowboy hat and his two tattoos of pistols pointing at his dick while he sings Pour Some Sugar on Me. Like, (laughs) it it moves things inside of you. Uh, Also, Parker... Tom Cruise has a pet monkey named Hey Man, who was in at least eight scenes in this movie. <laughs> okay, so yeah, future uh, episode. I'll do it. Let's uh, get it. Uh, the, the monkey bitch slaps somebody at one point, and in another completely unrelated scene, he wears a costume like a little dictator from Tropico. Which, <laughs> oh my uh, god. I would die for this monkey. 
This monkey's the best character I've ever seen in my life. But uh, it's insane because, like, you know, you have, like, the scene where like, you have, like, you know, this, this, like, struggling rock star who is managed by Paul Giamatti for You Figure It Out. But, uh, like, you know, he's got, like, this, this like, huge emotional scene, and then they sing a song, and, like, he sings part of the song into, into like, a girl's asshole. And then, like, the next scene of the movie is the Alec Baldwin and Russell Brand characters, who I am not exaggerating when I say there is, like, literally no indication in any scene in this movie that these characters even might be gay. And then they sing a love ballad and make out. Like, it's fucking... It, it, incomprehensible. Like, there's... <sighs> there's so much good and so much bad and like you put it all together and it's this pulpy trashy mess of a fucking movie that like i feel like everyone that walked out of it either is like i love this or this is the worst thing i've ever seen and i don't know how to process that and like i i want someone else to watch it just so i can talk about this movie with another person that's seen it parker yeah yeah definitely yeah i'll do it whatever (laughs) um I mean, not like right it's now. Monkey in a but, uh, costumes. No, pause the episode. I'll be back in a hundred and thirty <laughs> minutes. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, it's it's rough, but also you know it's 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 musical, so you can just like watch half and then go do something else and then watch yeah, the other half. Like what else am I doing? Yeah. Uh, if you are the kind of person like me that loves to talk about things that you've watched with other people absolutely 1000% watch Rock of Ages because I feel like there's like a club of people that have seen this movie and if I ever ran into one of them in public I could sit there for 30 minutes and just talk about things that happen in it like it's I'm sure the description that I'm giving you guys isn't doing it justice but like how could it possibly it's a fucking musical like it's I can't believe this exists in the form that it does I can't believe that Tom Cruise is so fucking good in this dog shit fucking movie. Like I, I'm, I'm perplexed. I'm completely baffled. Thank you, Chris. Unironically, thank you. I'm happy I watched this, even if I'm ultimately gonna say it was probably pretty bad. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you're safe. Don't worry. I mean, you are, welcome. you are safe <laughs> from. I don't even my remember signing this. It's so long ago. I, I genuinely don't remember this. But... I mean, I'm sure I could have poisoned the experience by immediately following it with the other musical I've been assigned by you, but I didn't do that. Well, patience is a virtue. Yeah, of course. I instead watched something that Parker assigned me Uh called The Purge Anarchy. Oh, hell yeah, dude. (laughs) Well, I know that wasn't me. (laughs) Dude, is this movie good? Hell yeah, it is, dude. (laughs) Fucking rules. (laughs) I... (laughs) I can't believe how fun this movie is. Hell yeah. This movie's actually a fucking blast. It's like, you know, they, the first one comes out. He just left the room. Chris isn't interested. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're good. (laughs) He'll see it one day. He just doesn't know it yet. Uh, No, I I wouldn't assign this to Chris. I think Chris would have too good of a time. It was a fun fucking movie. Like, it takes everything that's wrong with the first one. It was like, hey, we're going to throw all that out. And uh, it's just going to be Frank Grillo driving around the city hunting people, such as... My favorite character, Big Daddy. Oh, hell yeah, dude. We all love Big Daddy around here. <laughs> when they, like, like giving me the reveal five minutes into the movie of the semi-truck that's driving around with a guy with a Gatling gun in the oh, back God. that just, like, mows down people in the street. Yeah, you know, you know exactly. You know exactly what you're in for when you see that. You got <laughs> fucking Michael K. Williams as 
a guy who hates the government, I guess, but only for the purpose of firing that Chekhov's gun in one scene near the end of the movie. Like, man, you know what movie I'd rather watch? Like, him and his guys hunting down rich people during the purge. (laughs) But instead we get, you know, Frank Grillo having to protect three regular people and also the most annoying man on God's green earth from, you know, all of the purgers for 12 hours. Because... This fucking Shane guy, dude. I've never been so happy when a character ate shit in a movie. I was just begging someone to shoot him this whole movie. Like, I honestly, I want to go back and make my review higher because they understood how much this guy sucked that they had to kill him. Like, he sucks so fucking much. He is one of the worst characters in any movie I've ever seen. And seeing him just absolutely eat hot fucking dog shit from these rich people oh <laughs> chef kiss fuck that guy i, I hate him my, so much i knew in my heart of hearts he would love this movie it's so good dude. it's so good i don't understand why it's good but it's good it just like, throws out the first one's like you guys know what the premise is right sick okay this is the actual movie now and that's what you need because like i don't care about some shitty home invasion movie what I want to see is, like, ah, oh, what if you got caught outside during the purge? Like, what would happen? And it turns out it's just get hunted by a bunch of dudes in, like, crazy masks and then do some sick, insane kills. And then somebody gets caught in a bear trap for some reason. And then they get kidnapped by rich people, and the rich people have an auction to kill them. But then Frank Grillo steals the night vision goggles and starts murdering rich people. Like, it, <laughs> I fucking own this, dude. <laughs> I, I love the point in the movie where, like... They get to, like, the safe house with, like, the, the one lady's co-worker. And it's like, oh, cool. I wonder how this is going to get fucked up for them. And then that lady has a meltdown and shoots her sister and his husband. <laughs> <laughs> and her <fucking> husband. <laughs> it's like, fuck yes, dude. The scene they that know. sticks with me most is Frank Grillo driving. And it's like the dashboard cam. And in the oh. background, you just see a flaming car drive by in the distance. <laughs> and it's never acknowledged. You're like, yeah, that's what I want. It's funny that you say flaming car when it is in actuality a flaming bus. Fuck, I should watch it again. (laughs) Purge Anarchy. Two strong thumbs up. What a good fucking film. Thank you, Parker. See you next year for election year, buddy. (laughs) I I am sure that it is in my future, and that is fine with me. (laughs) Somehow the only ones I've seen are the first one and this one. I know there's like eight now, aren't there? There's five, I think. Sure, close enough. Yeah, they could make one of these every year and I would watch it. I'm good. I'm in. They've absolutely got me. Like, hook, line, and sinker with this movie. This movie's so fucking good. (laughs) It is, like, it's the perfect level of gory. Where, like, you know, like, there's fucking people get lit up by bullets and people's heads explode and shit. But, like, it's not overdone. It's just like, oh, yeah, this is probably how it would be if we had a national murder day. And, uh, I appreciate and respect that. Thank you, Parker. Tune in next week for more of my 11 remaining assignments. God, I can't wait for you to watch The Forever Purge. Where they just decide, like, now we're going to keep doing this. (laughs) Because, like, (laughs) what, because the siren goes off, we have to stop killing people? Like, we have all the guns. What a good movie. That's, so that's a problem, because that would fuck up the whole mythos of me watching one of these every year. Like, you you can't shoot that shot too early. That's, that's unfortunate to know that exists. I actually don't remember how that one ends. 
Weird that it yeah, came I'm out sure during the out Trump soon. presidency. Weird. I wonder if there's any. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we watched Varsity Blues, which, you know, is a movie that takes place in Texas. And we're, of course, we're all big fans of the SpongeBob episode where they talk about Texas. Yes, but have you guys seen all the three SpongeBob of us, episode right. where they go to Tehran? Because <laughs> someone decided <laughs> to sign me. <laughs> the Iranian SpongeBob knockoff months and months ago. <laughs> Pop that bad boy on YouTube tonight, my man. I thought for like the first three minutes, like, this is going to be like some YouTube poop or like some dub over. Incorrect. I did not understand that this was a legitimate counterfeit animation from Iran. I watched this motherfucker subtitled to follow the story. So here's the thing. First of all, gotta say, looks amazing. (laughs) They really went all out for these characters. So, um, they lost the formula for the secret sauce for the Krabby Patties, which is a big deal. Unfortunately, there's only one person who knows where it is, and he was last spotted in Iran. So Spongebob, Patrick, and Squidward have to fly to Tehran to find this man. Now, I'm not exaggerating when I say... What the fuck? Shut up. What's my watch yelling at me? I don't think she liked me talking about Iran too much. Is <laughs> fucking Google trying to like bring up maps to Tehran right now? Well, let's, uh, let's hear about this. So, but I'd say 10, if not 15 minutes in the middle of this is just them going to different restaurants and trying different Iranian cuisine and being like, wow, this does taste great, Patrick. And then they go to another <laughs> restaurant like, have you seen this cook? No. Wow, these sandwiches are amazing. And this goes on and on and on. And then we cut back to Plankton, who sneaks into the Krusty Krab, goes into their vault and finds a note that says, Haha, I tricked you. He's like, damn, I also need to go to Iran. <laughs> so he flies over in his Plankton plane. <laughs> Now at about the How else is he supposed to get there? The 30 minute mark of this 40 minute counterfeit piece of shit uh, They are greeted by uh, What I can only describe as an OC furry self insert Which is a detective That is a panther fish But right, just looks like a panther All So right. it's just a panther wearing a coat Underwater like hello Ooh. I can find your missing Yeah you have a question Yeah. <laughs> yeah what's up man yeah, I was just wondering, what the fuck? Uh, all questions must wait till the end. It'll oh, all okay. come together. Okay. All right. Oh, of course. I was yeah, worried. Yeah, you see, uh, the detective, who, again, just looks like... It looks like the old fucking Cinemark logo guy, like the Tinseltown cat. <laughs> it's just a fucking leopard, like, oh, it's a fish, but it's just a leopard wearing a coat. And he's like, hey, let's go look. And then they go to some more restaurants. They're like, wow, this food's really good. Hey, I know where to go. And then they go to a soccer match. And they just kind of hang out there for a while. <laughs> and uh, there's some jokes there. We're watching a lot of soccer. It's pretty fun. And then he goes, Ah, we've actually found your guy. He's back at the Krusty Krab. And then the credits roll. And it's fucking over. <laughs> <laughs> so I watch a 30-minute tourism thing. scam about Iran. <laughs> So, Parker, I looked this thing up on YouTube, but I found it, and, uh, boy, you weren't kidding about any of this. I will it say. It looks good, right? Yeah, it looks like comments oh were disabled. Uh, yeah, weird. People saying. 
you know, it's a very volatile time. The relations aren't what they used to be. Uh, hopefully, Look, I'm going to be honest. The funniest thing, because I'm just like, I'm not actually like watching. I'm just like scrolling around to different screen caps and stuff. Every single time, <laughs> every single time I find a sign written in Arabic. Really yeah, there's funny. a lot. There's a lot of that. I like that all the credits are just written in the Disney font. That's a pretty cool touch. <laughs> Can we just skip to Lee until you see their detective and just tell me how cool he looks? No, he looks like a fish, dude, right? I saw that thing, and boy, you were not exaggerating. He looks like upset. one of the cheetah men. It is not good. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I learned uh, they didn't find the guy they were looking for. They didn't find the secret recipe, but a lot of good food in Iran and architecture. I don't know if you know that. There's a lot Uh, of cool buildings. How does Plankton get home? Or did he just stay there? That's a fantastic question. Hopefully we get a sequel someday (laughs) to find out. Yeah. (laughs) You're welcome, buddy. Oh, man. That was beautiful. I watched that and I was like, alright, I guess I'll get ready. And then the entire building's fire alarms went off, so that's been my <laughs> night. <laughs> oh, let's see, we talked about Prey already. Uh, for my birthday, my girlfriend's like, alright, so you pick what to watch. Which of course means I made her watch The Guest with me, because I'm a big Hell old man, yeah, baby. Good idea. Uh, it's still one of my favorite movies, still perfect, still fully connect with the dad who just barges in like the fucking Kool-Aid man. She's like, I need a drink. Say what I want a drink. I'm making a drink. Who wants a drink? I love him so much. I've been there. Like, the guest is so good that it just makes you go like, okay, yeah, like, Blair Witch is bad, but like, have you seen the guest? Okay, yeah, Death Note was bad, but like, have you guys seen the guest? Like, it's just this endless mulligan, like, you can just keep making dog shit, because you made this one time, and that's all that matters to me. Correct. That and Your Next is, like, as good of a one-two as any director's ever had to, like, yeah. start their career. Like, yeah. uh, Almost as good as the director you. of Varsity Blues. All right, yeah. <laughs> no, we'll get to that, buddy. Oh, we yes, sure we will. will. I love this movie. She did not remember watching it. Either she had fallen asleep the first time we watched it, or she just wasn't there. I just didn't remember. So watching her watch it unfold of, like, a... Yes, nice slow burn. This guy's kind of not what he seems, but he's like friendly. Just evolving into this insane shootout at the house, evolving into chasing each other through a Halloween school maze. It's what a beautiful movie. I will recommend it to everyone I ever meet for the rest of my life. Let me talk about a movie. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about is a movie I never heard of. I just saw someone mention it on. I don't know, like Reddit or some shit. And I thought they were fucking with me, so I went to look it up. And then I saw the description, and then I immediately downloaded it. It's a movie called Hard Rain, which, again, does not sound real. Uh, this is a movie directed by... Uh, it's his first movie. He's He was a cinematographer before. Like, he worked on The Abyss, stuff like that. Perfect. So, like, has a good eye for action. Went on to direct a lot of TV, including winning an Emmy for Band of Brothers. So, like, actually good at this. A disaster movie in which um, Christian Slater's on the job. You know, he's working with the banks, transferring money around, and a big, big rainstorm hits. They're living near a dam, like the dam's flooding, like everyone's gotta get out of the town. Well, wouldn't you know it? Morgan Freeman and his goons are gonna hold him up and take that money. But then the whole city floods, which means we get a scene where um, Sheriff Randy Quaid is in hot pursuit. Of Morgan Freeman and his goons chasing what? Christian Slater on jet skis through an abandoned, flooded school. This movie is so good, you guys. 
It's like a hurricane heist, but if it was good. It's like I've I've so never it's like heard hurricane of this heist. Yeah, absolutely. I have never heard of this in my life. When I read the title, I thought they were fucking with me. Like it sounds like a fake movie. Absolutely solid. I looked it up, made no money. No one ever saw it, but like the kind of shit we would watch on this show hands down. Well, strong recommend. Loved it so much. Now let us talk about Varsity Blues for the next four and a half hours. Let's I wanted to, go. I wanted to blitz through that because, oh my god, I'm blue balling over here. So, weirdest thing in the world that neither Alex nor I have ever seen. This feels like it should be in both of our catalogs, you know. Alex just being who he is and me uh, having played high school football here uh, feels like something that's like should be part of us in some sort of capacity and yet uh, Parker couldn't possibly escape this you know Texas and everything Uh, but you know howdy y'all Finally, Howdy, finally, Parker has a leg up on us. As There's a lot of life architecture lives. and fine foods here in Texas as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know what's weird is I had heard of Varsity you know, The first time I ever heard of Varsity Blues is on the back of like a, a the box of Corn Pops or something. It was like playing Match the Celebrities or something. And I was like, Varsity Blues, what is that? I feel like I've heard of it. And I just never, I don't know, got around to watching it until two nights. Uh, which was a seminal moment in Christory. Uh, so th- the thing about it is uh, it's about Texas high school football. And I've seen a movie like this. It was um, it was a Friday Night Lights, the movie version. I never watched the TV show, but I watched the movie version. I saw it in theaters. I thought it was really well done. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but uh, I liked it. And obviously, what else I've seen Texas high school football? I guess like King of the Hill would be the only other example. But I understand, hey, Texas high school football, that's some serious shit. And uh, it was the opening line of the movie. It was like, down here, we got laws. And then it just shows the guy like uncorking a pass. And I'm just like, oh, all right, I'm in. So, Parker, I want to ask, what's your favorite law? Uh, well... We have some that are still on the books. That, uh, <laughs> it's definitely not the one for election certification. That's for God. Oh, absolutely sure. not. <laughs> so, uh, oh, hey, shout out my dad. If you're listening to this, don't worry. I, I yeah, he just turned it off and I'm right, off. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Go Paul look some Walker. rocks, dickhead. <laughs> so, Paul Walker. Oh, by the way, I was so drunk when uh, earlier that I was texting Gabby about this. I was like... I didn't know Scott Walker was in this, and, he, and she was like, he's not. That's Paul Walker. It's a different guy. And I was like, oh, yeah! <laughs> so I had a good time. So. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, Paul Walker is the starting quarterback at Texas High School Football. That means he's basically a god. And the backup is James Vanderbeek, which... Uh, uh, I'm yeah, sorry, I, I don't know so. anybody by that name. I know. His head. Can we talk about Dawson's head? It's like this, you know? It's like this big... It's fucking he. That is an Easter Island. I thought I had a big head. That guy's. It's like he has a head, and then he has a head hat. Anyway, <laughs> he uh, looks like the Clapping Eagles fan. It does. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Okay, he has a big head bowed, and I think that's unfair because it throws off my game. Anyway, uh, he is a Texas high school backup quarterback, which means he's not even a demigod. He's just like oh, he's also on the team. Uh, it means he gets to date a nerdy girl. Congrats, yeah. buddy. Which, uh, to be fair, in Texas, that's hard to do. 
because it's hard to find a nerdy girl. Anyway, uh, the movie starts with something called Billy Bob rolling up outside his front door in a pickup truck going, You skinny ass bitch! Let's roll! And let me tell you, I got my stuff packed. I, like, grabbed my backpack. I don't even own a backpack anymore. And I was, like, almost out the door. All right? I don't I was care like, where we're go. going. I will follow Billy <laughs> yes. Bob to the end of the earth. Let's, we got to talk about Billy Bob. We got to spend the next four hours of this four and a half hour conversation talking about Billy Bob. Parker... Bill- Billy Bob's truck says Billy Bob on the side. <laughs> did you did you did you catch that on the passenger side it says bacon? <laughs> yeah. Is the name yeah. of his pig. Yeah. <laughs> Billy Bob is uh, supposed to be playing an 18-year-old. Turns out there was a 28-year-old man playing him. I wouldn't You don't you say <laughs> it was three 18-year-olds wearing a horizontal trench coat. <laughs> this dude is so fucking wide. Like, they could have run, like, four-man protection schemes. It would have been totally fair. This guy is, like, 5'6", 340. Like, legit. <laughs> yeah, he... Because he's a, not tall. That's, yeah, that's right, the thing. yeah. That's the fucked up part. In every other movie, this guy looks like Landfill. And he's yeah. just, like, bigger than everyone else on that. Chris, you haven't seen Beer Fest yet, have you? I guess not. But I, I saw oh, Best of the there, Best, so I, I saw the scene in which... Uh, uh, this guy was eating a cake with his bare hands. So. <laughs> One cake is not enough for this guy. Yeah, I know. He's like double, he's like dual wielding cakes. He's like, ah, and eats yeah. wedding cakes on the regular. <laughs> this guy's actually banned from the National Hockey League. He, yeah, he drives past the guy eating cakes and looks and goes, amateur. <laughs> this, <laughs> I fucking love Billy Bob. I'm, I'm not even kidding when I say this because it's like, yeah, fine, whatever. Make fun of him because he's fat and oh, will we? But well, like, he's he has some charisma. I like this guy. I would be his it's, friend. It's not even just us making fun of him for being fat. Like this opening scene, they're driving around town. And he's eating his breakfast, which is like a huge plate of waffles, and just shooting the maple syrup bottle into his mouth while he drives his stupid. Truck. Yeah, he's literally drinking <laughs> maple syrup. And the thing is, like, they do the sound effects and everything. The, the foley is up. Boys are. I'm just like I want that guy. Like I, I want him hamster in his cage. <laughs> There is no chance he's not sapping me the ball. You put in the backup, I'm not lining up, okay? That's just, it's not even fucking happening. It doesn't so, matter what uh, we say about him. There's nothing more offensive than the scene where they make him get out of his little teeny tiny high school desk. Most <laughs> embarrassing thing I've ever desk. seen. <laughs> Takes him three tries to unwedge himself. <laughs> Dude, the scene where he's raising his hand, I thought his heart was going to stop. <laughs> Every single time he was like, he does a lot of loud grunts in this movie (laughs) oh yeah i like grunts man speaking of grunts uh john voight plays himself Uh, he plays a high school football really does dude yeah he's john voight as the neo-nazi high school coach is incredible i mean there's no other way to say it but neo-nazi because he literally silences the crowd of high school students with a nazi salute he he straight up does like he's like i was like oh yeah we love high school football he goes like this and everyone's like Like you know, that Adolf, he won a lot of state titles. So, yeah, that's you know maybe we should uh, listen. No, to what dude, to say. it's not even state titles. Like Parker has an ear for this thing. I don't think they say state. I think they say district. Exactly. <laughs> Give a fuck. District, <laughs> district yeah, I mean, is like bare midwest. You're expected to win that shit. Nah, nah. So, so I get it, but only because everyone in this movie is so short. Like, if you look at this fucking cast, like no fucking way with these guys. 
ever oh, yeah. in a million years went state. Okay, so it's that. I think it's combined with something else. Like, I, I noticed this. I actually wrote this down when they were at, like, one of their parties. Is this the world's smallest high school in Texas? There's, like, 12 people who go to this high school. There's, this is one of the smallest schools I've ever seen. This this, this guy isn't going to Florida State. What are you fucking with me? So, uh, speaking of a statue who... for this man who won them, like, 20 of the AFC playoff participant. <laughs> yeah, like, I was going to say. District was... title, wow. Not to, not to jump ahead. Yeah. But, uh... I think I know where you're going, actually. <laughs> The statue was too heavy to tear down is, like, the thing that has aged the worst. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Dude, actually a reminder of our history of our program. That's our heritage. Do you, do you think that's the excuse for now? They can't tear down all the Stonewall Jackson. <laughs> ah, it's too heavy. I can't do this. So I bring that crate. No, no. I was yeah, thinking it's like it's the end of the movie where he's like division. looking at all the uh, he's looking at all like the trophies and stuff that he won over the years. So I guess they cut out the scene where he blows his brains out. Yeah, he's honestly. like looking at it, he's looking at trophies like district champions, nineteen eighty nine. It's like, dude, I wasn't even fucking born. All right, you don't get to fucking celebrate that championship. That would Anyways, be in a box of, in my garage. Who gives a yeah. shit? <laughs> it's funny because a nineteen eighty nine title in Texas is pre integration. <laughs> That's actually way more impressive. <laughs> well, speaking, speaking of people, like uh, Paul Walker's character uh, is trying to get into Florida State because uh, he's a starring quarterback in Texas football. Uh, the backup quarterback by James Dawson wants to get into Brown, but he doesn't say it like that. He says, if I get into Brown, it's, a, you it's over for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Brown doesn't have that many vowels. You're not getting in. Try again. <laughs> Right off the bat, I'm just like, oh, I like this guy. Uh, this guy needs more scenes. Is this uh fucking? Hang on, I'm trying to think about uh, is is this the is this the scene where like they have the fucking duel? Oh, never mind. I, I know where that scene is. I'll, sorry, I'll cut that. Uh, this is they go into the like the locker room, right? And they have their wide receiver number eighty two. What was his name? Was it Thweed? Tweeter. Tweeter. Sorry, tweed. <laughs> whatever that guy's stupid name. <laughs> Tweeter. <laughs> Was it really? I'm sorry. I have to look that up. I <laughs> I am not lying to you, buddy. I have to look. This I just I, I don't well, want to say. You look, it while you look it up, let me just. Uh, You're right. No uh, fuck. Call there it, is tweeter. Let me call attention to Dawson's little brother in this movie, who is introduced oh, to us when he's tied himself to to a cross and is hanging out in Dawson's bedroom. Why isn't this kid the main character? That kid is this, doing so many kid, bits. This kid is like the comic relief character in a comedy movie. Like, yeah. He's so good. Yeah, he fucking rules. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I want to talk about Tweeter real quick, who says, Hey y'all, you want you want to see my new end zone dance? And he just straight up does the, the icky shuffle. It, there's like no difference between what he does and the icky shuffle. It's the same uh, 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 and no one calls attention to it. I well, think that's it because they don't room. have cable TV in Texas. You're right, there's no way they would have possibly known. Exactly. He yeah. probably really did unironically invent this so, twenty years after someone. So else. call back to a previous episode we did, Rocky Four. Remember that really brief scene in which they're like shooting steroids into Ivan Drago, but it's like like really quick uh, like need to like barely see the needle go into his arm. They have a scene like that in this movie it's like blinking you miss it well blinking you miss it for Texas fans sorry Parker and like I saw it I was like what we're not gonna come back to that and they do like really really briefly at the end I was like what <laughs> what are we doing here you think you're not I like the scene that? with uh, Billy Bob's robot friend though that was pretty <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I can't something about like Billy Bob and Chibi Robo where'd you go where'd you 
<laughs> oh no. <laughs> anyway, uh, you know it's important to own uh, certain parts of movie history. You know, because a lot of the times these things get destroyed by fires. People tear these down. People don't appreciate their history, which is why I own one of the props from Varsity Blues, which is this copy of Slaughterhouse Five. <laughs> <laughs> I legit did like the Leo DiCaprio like pointed the screen thing because this is the exact same copy, <laughs> and he's James Dawson is reading it in his playbook while the game is live. <laughs> My and favorite I, author, Kurt Vanderjack. <laughs> <laughs> That's for you guys. <laughs> thank you, uh, thank you know. for that, <laughs> Kurt Vonnegut. <laughs> Kurt V. <laughs> I, I do like that, like, John Voight was kind of looking at him just like, uh, he has, like, the same face where he was playing the Anaconda in Anaconda. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that book reading, they go and get you on the field. And I was like, yeah, actually, I'm on coach's side, you know, like, get your head in the game. <laughs> that was uh, fucking great. Anyway, it turns out when, uh, when Paul Walker's in the game, all they want to do is run option plays, so I actually was kind of rooting for him to get injured there because I'm fucking sick exactly. and tired of the option. <laughs> We're going to go to Florida State. You're a run-heavy team in buttfuck Texas. No, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> that, and so we get the, they win the game, like, I don't know, 60 to nothing or whatever, typical Texas high school score, and they go to the after-school party, which is obviously important. This involves... Uh, Billy Bob hanging out with a pig, which is almost as big as he is, and uh, a girl's like, "Oh, what do you think her name?" It's like, "No, that's a he." Look at the size of that sausage! Eh? Get it done. <laughs> and then the camera like shifts away from him. And uh, can we can we talk about my favorite part of this party? What was that? Which is when they convince the uh, the balding high schooler oh, to put the flower pot on his head. No, oh wait, not a high schooler. <laughs> not, wait, 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 wait. Not technically not a high schooler. That dude was at least forty because they said he graduated in like nineteen eighty. And he came back. He was like, "Oh, oh I never just missed an old these." Guy hanging out. The yeah, he's I go to all the guy. parties. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "I go to all these parties," which is right off the bat. That should be like the record scratch. <laughs> People are when just they, staring at him <laughs> when they fucking tell him to close his eyes because they're gonna hit the flower pot off his head. And they yeah. get a fucking handy cam out and hit him in the balls with a wiffle ball. <laughs> that leads to one of the greatest lines in movie history, which is like, "They ought to call it America's funniest shots into nuts." <laughs> it fucking owns because I, you can't. know. Like these guys, one thousand percent, have never seen an episode of Jackass. So this right. is awesome. No, yeah. Original. They, if they had watched Jackass, they would have been like, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I can't emphasize enough how much I need to party with Billy Bob. This is the most important thing Dude, in my life. I, like, I'm, I'm after watching this movie, I just want to move to rural Texas. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> a shotgun goes off in the back of person. Not as, no, not as fun as you think it is, buddy. <laughs> So we go to practice the next day. It's important for the second stringers to get practice. What if they get tossed into a game due to mysterious circumstances? And uh, James Vander Dawson decides that he will run his own play called... What I don't that? know what that was. Maybe you I should move to rural Texas. Is your Roomba okay? Can we go check it out, or you want me to just ignore it? No, let's let's ignore that. Oh, God, the All Roomba right, woke up. Good. It's yeah. fucking pissed. <laughs> it's All right, so uh, Dawson decides that he will run his own play called uh, <laughs> I Write Utsuki Dutsuki. <laughs> and, look, I'm going to tell you guys right now. I've, I've run high school football before. I understand how this works. 
You don't just call your own plays. Certainly not in practice. You don't call the dumbest fucking shit I've ever seen in my life. I don't know, man. When you're going against people in Texas, you can probably get away with this. I suppose so. I ended, It was weird, though. I found myself in a weird position because I was on John Voight's side. I was just like, yeah, fuck James Vanderbeek. This guy doesn't know how to play football. He's trying to run a hook and ladder to Billy Bob. And here's the controversial part of the episode, but I think you guys will agree. Just because uh, Billy Bob is my favorite character on the team doesn't mean he's not the actual worst player on the team. <laughs> All right, so so here's the problem with that. Billy Bob is truly impossible to tackle. And if you <laughs> if you think about it in those terms, everything they do makes sense. Okay. Why do they keep running trick plays for Billy Bob? Because literally four high school... You could pick the four strongest high schoolers in the country. You could, like, find that little Hercules kid and age him up 12 years. Like, uh, they couldn't tackle Billy Bob. He's too big. You yeah. can't just... Like he, much like the John Voight statue in this movie, he is just impossible <laughs> to bring down. <laughs> the, the scene at the end, by the way, that's where that must have been where they got that scene in fucking uh, King of the Hill, where the bulldozer goes back to high school and he goes across the end zone. It, you can seriously see that that like scene where his like his neck stretches out and like all the veins are popping out of his body. <laughs> well, and anyway, so the, the part that we we omitted while we were talking about James Vanderbeek and his questionable ideas about high school offense mm-hmm. is the fact that Billy Bob has one of the worst concussions I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and the entire reason that Paul Walker got hurt is because Billy Bob was forced to play through his concussion and literally passed out on a snap. <laughs> so the defender came uncontested to the quarterback <laughs> and split Paul Walker's leg in 17 different directions. <laughs> like very important to this movie because we get at least an hour of concussed Billy Bob. I'm throughout this sure. fucking that's, thing. that's the thing is like Billy Bob, I don't even think he fires out of his stance he just sort of like keels over no, he, he just, like, literally just passes out <laughs> he just goes he, <laughs> <laughs> he's just like sweating profusely on the sidelines and the coach is like billy bob if you don't get in this game i'm literally gonna murder your family it's it's like and the he's same like okay well i guess i'm gonna go play football it's the same onomatopoeia the same noise that that parker would make if we said hey parker are you ready for the hulk seven <laughs> he just falls over. <laughs> he just kicks up. He's gone. He's on the side like, Coach, it hurts the thing. I can't stop crying. He's like, you little Goodbye. P- I, can't I can't call you when I want to call you because the fucking PTA. You don't get on that fucking field. <laughs> Yeah, then he just, like, shits on him, which is, like, look, I shit on him for being bad at football, which there are a lot of scenes in which Concussed Billy Bob is not very good at football, but there are a couple scenes in which he's literally blocking two people at once, which is borderline impossible, but he's so wide, it's like, he could have taken on, like, three more. Dude, Billy Bob is the only person on the scene that would have gotten a scholarship offer. Let me just say that right now. They they have to assume that you're going to grow a couple inches up, right? You would have been, oh, no, no, let's get it. Yeah, whatever. I mean, Billy Bob would be playing college football at, like, Miami, Ohio, but, like, Yeah, but that's still, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So we go to their barbecue the next day. Uh, <laughs> we gotta Bob talk is about the, the size barbecue. of a 1920s fat guy on a unicycle. <laughs> <laughs> he was the first guy who weighed over 250 back then. Can you I imagine Billy have... Bob playing with people back in the 1920s? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> There's some it's bone a... snapping back there. <laughs> it's impossible to not think of not another teen movie while watching this. Yeah. But the fact that the actor who played Billy Bob just also plays Reggie Ray in that movie is so <laughs> fucking funny. He just does the exact same role with the pig and everything. <laughs> in the so it's probably yeah. his pig. I assume so, yeah. 
Anyway, so uh, the barbecue the next day. This features James Vanderbeek's little brother who's running around dressed as a ninja, and the 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 neighborhood mob say he's very spiritual. Is this <laughs> like hold Steven on? Is, yeah. Is this is this when he's running the cult, or is this when no, he's before Islamic? the cult? This is pre cult. So we'll get is this to the cult is this later. when he's converted to the nation of Islam, or is this that... is, this is uh. It's it's ninja stuff. So oh, yeah. there's a fourth one. Yeah, I missed anyway. this. <laughs> anyway, he's dressed he's, like uh, in uh, Matrix Reloaded when he uh, fights that Asian oh, guy to get into the room, <laughs> just yeah. wearing all white and the glasses. Anyway, two of the neighborhood dads decide to start a fight over which of <laughs> their sons yeah, is a better quarterback. And uh, Parker, do you guys regularly peg uh, footballs at cans on people's well, heads? He doesn't. Yeah, I don't. His dad defending <laughs> his honor. Right. Exactly. Yeah. My dad would not entertain that conversation. Let me fucking tell you. <laughs> you versus Scott. We don't sit down, so that was. All right, pick up your controller. Jest. Dad, stop so. looking first. <laughs> so, so James Vanderbeek just pegs the ball at his dad's head. And, this uh, uh <laughs> this is a very painful scene for me. Why if, uh, did you get hit in the head? No, let me reveal some uh some lore about myself when That's I played it. little league baseball. Yeah. Oh no. The, the first year of kid pitch, uh my dad told the coach that I wasn't interested in doing it because he knew I was going to be so fucking bad at it like, like when they were testing out all the kids cuz mm-hmm. he was like trying to look out for me. So they tested every kid except for me and I thought they forgot me and I started crying on the field. So then I got to go over and embarrass myself by being bad at pitching when my dad was trying to look out for me. Oh, <laughs> oh. Look at you now. explains why I have a movie podcast, such a, huh? It's such a sad story. I don't know if I cut that. Uh, right. I, I wouldn't blame you, but uh, okay. I, th- that, this scene, like, right in the feels, dude. Oh, right, just, just square to the fucking balls. I will bro. say, it's good that this movie does resonate with you the same way it resonated for me, although I suppose for different reasons. But I know it resonated with Parker during the sex ed scene. <laughs> Talking about the penis. <laughs> Parker, I want everyone to say pussy, pussy, pussy. <laughs> Parker, I have an important question for you and you only. Absolutely. If I gave you a briefcase full of money and told you you could either keep it or travel back in time and have the scriptwriters of this movie change Pedro to Paco, oh my, what would you do? keep the money. You can have it. <laughs> Hundred percent. It's all yours, man. Pedro, <laughs> fat cock. <laughs> which, by the way, this is the scene. This is the scene. Which Billy Bob. Dude, what would happen if Paco fucking sumo wrestled Billy Bob? <laughs> Unstoppable force versus immovable object, right there. Oh, I'll give you a graphics card if you fall over. Oh, the secret play, secret. <laughs> this is a joke for no one except Sorry. for him when he listens yeah. to this in a year. Oh God, he's been listening. All right, well, still. Uh, he uh, called me out for some take I had on something. I have to assume he's oh, listening to well, all of them. Oh no! Well, uh, <laughs> Sex Ed is being taught by Sarah Palin. Uh, I don't know what that's all about. Uh, and Billy Bob has a question, and I'm like losing my shit. Just like fucking answer Billy Bob's question, which I guess is just like whatever. He has to use the bathroom. His heart—he can't raise that hand very high. All right, he's just—he like, looks like a like key and peel <laughs> sketch of him sweating. He looks <laughs> deathly ill. He looks fucked up. <laughs> And he has to leave that room, which uh, this what proceeds from here is the 35 minute scene of him trying to get out of his chair. <laughs> <laughs> it's just him going, uh, it's, it's fucking Austin Powers trying to back up when he gets stuck. 
Okay. Now I got, I got, I got, I got, guys. Oh god. Oh god. Hey, teacher, I got in the bathroom. Could you, could you fucking imagine this movie if Dawson also gets hurt and Billy Bob is the emergency quarterback? That's all I've ever wanted. The whipped cream bikini girl has to try to fuck Billy Bob like it's Heather Graham and Fat Bastard. That's all I've ever wanted. (laughs) Battleship Billy Bob would be unstoppable. Oh my, that's a new Discord name. Uh, so uh, Billy Bob, that's a team that should run the option, by the way. Yeah, oh, for sure. <laughs> I'm not covered in tweeter. Anyway, Go for his legs. Uh, no, I'm 16. <laughs> what you doing? You do it. I don't know how. So he, gravity he has so to long. go to the bathroom. Just I'll tell to, you what. Once he, he, he get that big, like <laughs> seriously, eat your baby. So so maybe look, guys. Maybe I got something wrong. Maybe I got something wrong. But when he goes to, yeah, he did an awesome part. So when he goes to the bathroom, right? I think all he does is splash water in his face because, like a beached whale, you just need like the water on top of you. Is anyone here a marine biologist? <laughs> I mean, it's like Russell Wilson. That's all you need to get rid of your concussion. I don't know why this is this scene was so funny because it shouldn't have been funny, but it cracked me up. He comes back to the room soaked, <laughs> and the teacher's like, "Are you okay?" And he just goes like, <laughs> "This is this is like for the forty count. minutes into the movie." Yeah, like, I legitimately was shocked. Billy Bob was still alive, dude. I thought he died earlier when he just keeled over after the concussion. I was like, "All right, he's just dead on the." Oh, never mind. He lived to die in sex at. Oh no, never mind. He's still technically alive. <laughs> Best part of that scene, like, everyone runs to check on the quarterback on Paul Walker, and then he just kind of stumbles to his feet like, what's going on? Like, he was <laughs> dead for all anyone knew. <laughs> no one Which, by the way, was it was it him, or was it Mox, or was it uh, Paul Walker's character who said, hey, Doc, don't do none of them fancy book-learned techniques to revive him. It's true or false. How many fingers is he holding up? Because I think it, I thought it was Mox. I thought it was uh, Mox who who did I, it. So like, no, Mox was on the sideline because oh, he wasn't okay, good right. enough so to play. Paul Walker. All right, so Paul Walker did it to himself inside job so he could be coach. It's fucked. Anyway, like uh, people he knew where the money was. No, I, I gotta tell you, like Parker's right. People should have checked on Billy Bob. There are not many kids who have their first and middle on the back of their jerseys. In fact, I would say <laughs> there are no kids who have their first and middle on the backs of their jerseys. <laughs> So I he, let me He's defend got a lot of room the uh, to work with. yeah. yeah let me defend true. the high school athletes here. If yeah. Billy Bob was out cold, who's getting him off the field? Exactly. Boy, <laughs> yeah, that's not you, gonna be me. That's here's for what you do: sure. you call in. Remember, like the the New England Patriots, they had that guy who they busted out of prison just to like snowplow the field. They oh, just, Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> they just they just <laughs> snowplow. I like the idea of like a fucking Zamboni or whatever, just like scooting him off the field. <laughs> So that fucking NBA mascot passed out on the fucking hard <laughs> it. It's just Billy Bob eating a cheerleader. <laughs> well, anyway. Uh, coach, good, coach, bring him some sustenance, please. <laughs> our good friend Mox is tasked with, uh, you know, running the offense. And he has some unique ideas, such as stopping the clock by pegging the other team's mascot. <laughs> good bit. <laughs> So uh, I just want to I want to put this out there because I know we're all football fans here. That was a fumble out of bounds. That should have been the other team's ball. Oh, it was it, it went past? That was a backward the... pass. Oh, that was I a didn't see pass. that. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. All right. Yeah, I uh, like I, I've actually you know 
for a shitty teen movie, I thought the football in this was, like, pretty okay. But, uh, his signature move being throwing a lateral out of bounds bothered me a teeny tiny bit. Not gonna lie. I did, I, right, I did not pick up on that's that. That's why it's four and a half ready. stars and not five. Oh, okay. But, you know, that's yeah. fine. It's fine. All right. Well, this leads on to uh, the the next after school party. There's a lot more partying than football in this movie, and I like it like Goddamn that. Goddamn right there is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, th- suddenly, James Vanderbeek uh, discovers he's the talk of the town. Uh, girls want Uh-oh. to. Uh, <laughs> girls Sorry. want him to uh, sign their bodices, uh, and uh, fucking Billy Bob is barely able to say his own name, and. Uh, his girlfriend, who reads books or some shit, uh, is just like, "Oh, are you cheating on me with the hottest girl in school? And he's like, no. Hold on, hold on. We're mixing up scenes here. Because this is when Paul Walker is banging the hottest girl in school in the laundry room while Billy Bob is, it... is too concussed and goes to throw <laughs> he, up in the fucking, fucking laundry room. <laughs> of all <laughs> the fucking moves, scene. Billy Bob, that was fucked up, all right? That was, that's a bit much. What does he say after he pukes? Doesn't he say something? There's some hot dogs in there. Oh, right. (laughs) (laughs) If y'all are hungry, you can eat my puke. I don't puke around. And he just runs out. Uh, This is the party scene where Concussed Billy Bob drinks like four bottles of liquor and not the party scene where Tweeter steals a cop car. Oh, right. Yeah, this is a scene where Tweeter, like, fucking. Yeah, Tweeter steals a very easily traceable cop car. The cops are just. Just like they take their hats and throw them on the ground. <laughs> I love that he's driving away and literally his character says, I'm getting arrested for this. And the cops are like, well, gosh darn it, I guess we ought to cover for that dang tweeter again because we want our team to win. Yeah, I think there, I think there's a scene in like the, the next scene or whatever where like the cops are at a bar being like, those dang old high school bars are just too dang much for us. I heard they took out their penises and pressed them up against some glass and James Boy is in a booth behind him by himself, which uh, why wouldn't he Oops be? Among us, and he for just any of those he, things. And he looks and says, "You got a problem with my boys and their penises?" And the cops are like, uh, "No, no they have very nice penises." I hope so, because we're trying to win district this year. <laughs> and the cops so, are just like, well, so "I guess we can just go." Like, oh just no, district. I was not about your boys. Like this man's eighty-five years old. You're fine. Yeah. You have a gun. Yeah. Well, uh... <laughs> this was back in four law enforcement was empowered in Texas, Parker. Yeah. You have to understand. Uh, actually. In the yeah. old days. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Parker, I gotta ask you a question here, you know? Every once in a while, we're like, we'll, we'll do the voice, and it's like, oh, well, Chris and Alex are making fun of me, but... I do you find this movie offensive, Parker? Or is it like... This is is it culture. like I was gonna say, yeah, is this, like, enriching I, to you? So, like, I think that's actually, you know, I know we're not at, like, the summations of this movie part of the podcast yet, but, like, I think that's part of what makes this movie so good, is, like, I take almost everything in this movie that is blatantly a joke at complete face value, and... I think you have to, to, like, really, really like this movie. Because it's very easy to watch this and go, oh, this is fucking stupid. Yeah. Like, no, it's actually not. These people are like that. And yeah, like, so, not, not even in an offensive way. Yeah. Like, So I actually agree with that. And this is, again, coming from the experience of, like, having played high school ball. But, like, there is that real team camaraderie. Like, you ha- everyone had a fucking tweeter on the team. And you had a Billy Bob on the No, I don't I had half a Billy Bob on the team. But <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, we all had parts of the Billy Bob. We had a fraction of Billy Bob on the team. But you had like, the guys you really put... liked, and you had a lot of guys who were like, hey, this is my life. I'm not doing anything after this. I don't have much of a future. Uh, you know, you had a, like, you also had school and stuff like that. You also had Sarah Palin as your stripper, se- I mean, uh, sex ed teacher. What is it? 
if we all put the Billy Bobs on our high school football team together, we could summon Exodia and roll the NFL. With, we with could a bunch we of could troops. take down the the troops. Okay, we could we could do January sixth and win this time. I so, don't know if we could beat the troops, but we could. Uh, okay, well. I, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Right. Well, anyway, we should talk about the strip club scene. Now, you know, you guys know I don't like strip club scene, or even club scenes in general very much. But <laughs> Sarah Palin comes in there and, and strips down to her hindquarters, and Billy Bob is like, oh, I don't know, guys. We got a, do we got a game the next day or something like that? And they're like, no, you are drinking tonight or else. And uh, they hold down shots while their stripper shows off her breasts. So... I don't know how much movie this cost to make, but whatever percentage of the budget they spent on Hot for Teacher for this scene was well, well worth it. Yeah, like, oh yeah, for there's sure. There's literally no other song you could play during this. Especially because I'm pretty like, sure, I'm pretty sure James Vanderpeek was doing air drums to the song. I heard him go. Of course he was. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so funny because like later it's like, hey guys, make sure not to tell anybody else that me, the teacher at your school, was also a stripper. After she did a teacher bit at the strip club. Yeah. <laughs> Why would we ever do something like that? I, I think the scene also comes right after, like, there was a brief scene in the hallway in which the only black player on the team is just like, man, coach is racist. I've got, like, 1,300 yards this season, and I only have three touchdowns to show for it. That's kind of fucked up. To which James Aranabee goes, don't even worry about it. I got you. And he scores him one extra touchdown at the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah, well, gets because, because he's not even looking at him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, don't yeah, worry about it. Whatever. Whatever. It's pitching. the one where he was too hungover for staying all night. At the... Okay, hold on. Parker, do they actually have, like, strip clubs that are open at 7 a.m. in Texas? Because, like, I'm not Fuck even a strip no. club I mean, guy, but if they'll no. serve me a drink at 5.30 in the morning, I could become one. I think that's well, that the depends. only thing you play that high I like school football. about it. You stay open that late. Especially as an overnight guy, you know? Well, how many Close touchdowns did you score last week? Oh, that's a good point, yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, those kids, they really are leading their community. Uh, so they go out and they lose a game, which I thought led to summary execution, but I guess I know Texas lore a little bit uh, worse than I thought I did. Uh, and uh, fucking <laughs> John Voigt chews out his whole team, just reams them a new one. He refers to James Vanderbeek as the dumbest smart kid I know, which... Uh, hit close to home for me because that's what my coaches called me as well <laughs> and uh i'm sorry the next the next uh name on here is uh el ali akbar shabazz da yes, which is what is uh correct. james vanderbeek's younger brother calls himself at this moment why didn't this kid is, have this his is... own like nick jr spinoff <laughs> So th this is, like, when they're in the convenience store and he's, like, thinking about buying condoms to go fuck Paul Walker's girlfriend, Yeah, right? and then he's, like, And he's right dressed like a Hasidic Jew for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, I'm just making sure. I'm making yeah. sure we're on the same yeah, page. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what it is. And uh, the kid's name, by the way, his real name is Kyle, and he comes into, like, their house, like, dressed as, like, Ku Klux Klan members, and his mom's like, Kyle, did you start a cult? Oh, that's so sweet. Parker, how many cults did you start? How many, uh, wait, more important question. How many touchdowns did you score? Well, one number's bigger Get on the than bench. the other, and I'll let you figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a good moment uh, in which they decide, you know what, uh, our coach actually is kind of a racist, and also a piece of shit because he's going to somehow fuck up his transcripts after he got the exception letter to Brown. 
not all right, quite sure well, that's how it works, but you know. yeah. Let, let me. If all you right. got into Brown, you have to know how this works, man. Yeah, like you have to know that your coach is bullshitting and go out there and be like, yeah, yeah, oh, you're you gonna fuck so? up my transcripts. All right, cool. I already got the scholarship, Dick Breath. Like, yeah, run what I want now. Exactly. Well, he but does also, decide at halftime. Like, yeah, just hand the ball off for two games. Yeah, how just hard fucking hand the ball be? off. You're running offense. Just. Hand it off and then go to college and leave this. Yeah, but Parker on the other hand chicks dick scars, so he decides to get the only black member of his team injured, uh, so he can pass the tweeter more often. Dude, I was honestly like, so when when he gets hurt, I was honestly expecting James Woods to be over and be like, like I fucking told you, I was not running him on the goal line because of load management, because I, I I knew he couldn't handle the extra touches. It's like, yeah, that's what somebody would do if they made this movie today. But fortunately for us, this movie was made in 1999. Where uh, instead he's just like, ooh, he didn't run my play. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, instead Yosemite Sam is chewed out by his own players uh, as they refuse to take the field with him. So he just leaves. He and they go quits. out there and they're like, all right, let's go do this. How? Don't I think just... about the next 48 years of your life living in misery and just working at a gas station your whole life. Let's just play some dang old football. They're my like, favorite, all right. My favorite part of this scene is that, like, in every other scene in this movie, there are, like, multiple assistant coaches, and they just disappear completely after this. Oh, yeah. There's, There's no, yeah. like, coach walkout. Like, it's not like the offensive coordinators are running a show. It's, hey, Paul Walker, here's the headset. You're calling plays now. Good luck. Yeah, there was, like, a guy um, uh, earlier during one of the practices who was like, oh, yeah, coach yelled at me the same way. And I, it was, like, kind of like a subtle thing. It was like, yeah, look where that guy is now. He's, like, an assistant coach. It's, like, not even doing anything. And that guy's just gone. He's just not fucking... He doesn't exist. And now the kids are running their own team. So he decides to run his own plays, which are, you know, okay, we're going to run four to the left and Tweeter on his own, so they have to cover him one-on-one. And we're just going to pass to the white guy the entire time. The team will never see it coming. Now that's not true. They throw one ball to some guy that we never see named Gonzalez. Oh, so, really? You know, I, I missed yeah. out on that one. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Hey, it's it's incredibly cool that Dawson and Paul Walker invent the air raid in this movie. It's interesting <laughs> that you say that because the announcers are just like, I don't know what you call this offense. They're, they're just like apoplectic. They've never seen the no huddle before. Right, exactly. It's That's like one of the things we ain't even going to huddle up. I'm going to call the dang old plays and the dang old line of scrimmage. All the other players are like, oh, don't, 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 don't talk about it. They just go out there and they just do it. It's so cool, dude. The air raid's been around since the seventies, and they're yeah. just like, "What is this?" What yeah, well, do we again, do? like you said, they and don't like, have cable down there. So. And it's so funny because like the team they're playing is like the team that was like Division Three the year before and got bumped down to Division Four. So I guess they're like the shittiest good bad team mm-hmm. and so they're just like showboating after every touchdown and then these guys are like we're gonna play five wide receivers and these guys are like looking at each other in the huddle like what <laughs> are we doing? they have like and a defensive can, can, tackle on one of the guys <laughs> one of the one of the little touches that i love about this movie is that when they play the school that like just moved down the division four this year it's the only school in this movie that has helmet stickers because you see the <laughs> helmet stickers and you go oh those guys are serious about football but like unironically because like helmet stickers is just stupid Stupid fucking thing, but yeah, also only like people that care about football like do that because it's like, oh well, somebody's got to scrape those off. That's expensive. That's like a hundred hours of uh, or a uh, hundred dollars worth of pay for a janitor at some point. Like we can't afford that if we're you know a tier four school, but the tier three school. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, 
Sounds like you didn't earn a lot of those stickers. Anyway, they You're decided... Goddamn right. Really... I played football for one year, and you cussed myself twice, so... Jeez. Uh, I, Parker, you shouldn't have taken the Billy Bob moniker. <laughs> I don't even have an excuse. I'm just dumb as fuck. My deepest regret is that I was concussed so early before I had the chance to gain 300 pounds. <laughs> right? Yeah, you could have been I something. could have been Billy Bob in this, yeah. dude, if things broke a little bit differently for me. I don't well, know if it's possible. this is the scene in which they play There Goes My Hero. I love that they're uh, just playing of, against one Miami. One of the scenes where they do it. <laughs> yeah. Let's, this is let's, the best let's be scene. clear. We hear it three times in the second half of this football game, and possibly once earlier. I don't know. It is Watch like on the, as he goes. on the level of fucking damn it and Bubble Boy. <laughs> Which uh, <laughs> I metric. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, they decide, all right, now is the time to bust it wide open with the Utsuki Dutsuki. Oh my god, uh, is this. Is this before or after they play Thunderstruck, too? <laughs> this is after Thunderstruck. They play Thunderstruck, which is a great football song. I'll tell you that it, from that personal is, experience. This is the only movie that I've heard Thunderstruck in that I was happy about. I'll <laughs> tell you that much. <laughs> uh, that, that's a good one. Uh, someone tell me go. why Billy Bob isn't always on the pump block team? That's a great question, actually. I, it's like unstoppable. So maybe it's because I attended a small school, but these motherfuckers are attending a small school too. They should be playing like both ways. I want to see Billy Bob as a defensive tackle. Who the fuck is blocking that guy? I don't. I don't think Billy Bob has pass rush moves. Like, you say that he's the Danny Shelton, Okay, he's he's, well, a, he's so, a two down lineman. All right. So like how they do it, it works because they line him up outside, and Tweeter runs around the outside of him because it takes multiple guys to block him. But like. You could just leave him alone. He's not getting the kicker by the time you kick. Like you could just literally put no one there. Like, what's he gonna do? Walk at you? I actually he's five like eight. If he puts his arms up, he's not gonna be able to do anything. Uh, the time it takes him to put those arms up, they're like, "That's already the next play." I exactly. will say, I did like that part of the movie where they're just like, "Oh, Billy Bob is gonna block the kick." Of course, he doesn't block the kick. He's not gonna get over there. Instead, he takes out the personal protector that leaves Tweeter in to go get it. I thought that was actually like a good touch. It's like they understand how. Uh, it would be mass and space works. <laughs> it would be really good if, like, we weren't supposed to believe that the third best player on this football team was the short white wide receiver. Like, that's that is the ultimate flaw of this movie. Like, why is Tweeter good at football? It doesn't. Tweeter, I I already know Tweeter is a West Welker. I'm pretty sure Welker went to Texas. I, he was like, or was he Texas Tech or whatever the thing is? Tech. He, tech. Yeah, 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 something like that. Yeah, he's well, yeah, Texas they played State, the air raid. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that's... Wel- Welker was a Mike Leach guy. I'm pretty sure. Oh, maybe this guy grew up to be. Was I didn't go through the IMDb. Maybe this is just Welker oh, the whole time. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe Billy Bob lost a bunch of weight and became Mike Leach. <laughs> I do like the idea of just like yeah we're going to put Welker out one on one they'll God, never be able to cover it <laughs> could you fucking imagine if like Billy Bob lost a bunch of weight became a college coach and then no. like everybody in the Capitol building on January 6th was like looking at him like man we could have broken down so many doors if we didn't lose that <laughs> it's just, what a disaster man whenever I now see him all I can think about is Richard Jewell I can just, there is a bomb in Centennial Park <laughs> <laughs> now just close your eyes and imagine John Voight locking that shit-ass kid in that shed because of his concussion. (laughs) 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 All right, well, they run the hook and ladder to the fattest, worst kid on the team, and he scores a touchdown, and, uh... Uh, scars heal, chicks dig, fucking pain, and fucking what they... And I went to Brown! (laughs) Tweeter got drunk and killed himself. Uh... You you don't say. (laughs) I would be remiss to mention... 
that we have to talk about the scene where where Billy Bob gets drunk and starts shooting his football trophies in the park. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he killed him. Oh, I forgot. A, we, yeah, we should have talked about that. I'm sorry. We should have fucking it's, done it, that. Yeah. I mean, there's like 20 scenes we missed, and that's yeah. fine. But like, we have to talk about that. This one, yeah. At some point, yeah, he's like really distraught because like Coach do him out. Well, it's your fault. I lost my perfect season. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so he's like, oh, he he sends his pig over to their house. And like his little like Van- <laughs> James Bob just dropped off his pig. Yeah, James <laughs> Vanderbeek is. Could take care of <laughs> yeah, James Vanderbeek's like little brother is trying to sacrifice that to the god ball or whatever. And uh, he's like, oh my god, he's gonna kill himself. So he goes out to the fifty yard line. It was like, okay, Billy Bob, just put down that dang old gun. I got this for most improved lineman five years ago when I was ten years old. And I was like, okay, <laughs> let's. Uh, <laughs> Let's put that down. I think you've had enough. <laughs> I can't believe Billy Pop's arms can reach the trigger of the rifle. <laughs> <laughs> he certainly can't use his toes. He doesn't have many left at this point. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Billy Bob Owens, dude. Billy Bob is my fucking hero. I would do anything for him. I would ride or Billy die. Billy Bob should be in every movie. Did they have, like, one of his trophies college. that he was, like, really sad about? It was, like, when he was, like, six years old or something like that? It was like, dude, that's maybe, like, 12 pounds ago for you. Like, you don't even have to worry about it. God, imagine him playing Pop Warner. Just yeah. dominant. I also want to, like, yeah, I want to make something clear. He scores the winning touchdown, right? Am I, I'm not, like, fucking... Yeah, like, yeah, he, yeah, he scores yeah, the winning yeah. touchdown, right? Everyone is on James Vanderbeek, and no one is even touching him as he's Tebowing in the end zone. Fucking, yes. he's just sitting there, just like, oh my god, I can't believe I did something right in my life, and no one's even looking at him. No one wants I think, anything to do with Billy Bob. <laughs> I think the Raiders front office watched this movie before they ran the 11 on 10 play after Al Davis died. <laughs> because this was the 13 on 11 high school play. <laughs> so... I do like that it's filmed in such slow motion that when he catches the ball, he's standing stock still and has to remember that you have to move forward. <laughs> or maybe it's that the motion was so slow I couldn't tell because uh, he's very, very fat. Anyway, yeah, I fucking love Varsity. Is there a Varsity Blues too? <laughs> Probably. Well, it, whatever it is, we're not going to watch it next week because I know what next week's episode is. I have a good idea this time. Oh, There's no. a movie that came out in the year 2001, uh-huh. I believe, oh, no. uh, before 9-11. Okay. Uh-huh. This is called Evolution. It stars oh, oh, yeah. David Duchovny, Orlando Jones, Sean William Scott, Julianne Moore, and Ted Levine. Somehow I've never seen Evolution, but yeah, I've never seen it either. It feels like well, here's the thing that really got me into it. I was looking at the soundtrack. It says they play a Power Man Five Thousand song and also play that funky music. Okay, yeah, we're watching that. Yeah, all right. (laughs) Can we just mention that the director of this this was his second movie after Good Burger? Yep, (laughs) the co-creator of all that, and he is now the CEO of Paramount Pictures and Nickelodeon. Are you serious? I did not know legend. that. <laughs> yep. Holy shit. Oh my a god. Fucking legend. Made Good Burger, made the greatest football movie in history, and now he's stacking fucking nine-figure checks. Are, are we going to have to do hardball at some point? Absolutely we are. I think we might have to do that. Keanu Reeves has to help these troubled inner-city kids play baseball. Honestly, I feel like we could do like two months of sports movies and we'd be That's fine. fine with me. Boy, yeah, what are we going to complain about that? That sounds good to me. I'll tell you that right now. 
Like, I could watch Blue uh, Chips tomorrow. Mm, like, I know. Hardball, <laughs> Hardball was released on September 14th, 2001. Oh, damn. Why well, didn't it make a lot of money? Much <laughs> yeah. to consider. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, what's up? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? <laughs> <laughs> That's the tea, sis.